Blog Talk Radio.
judgment comes upon the law. No time to waste, run to the cross. Drunk old lies of this age. Feels too smart to believe. Trade their future for the lust. Blinded by sin, they call you to join them. Fall into the order that Satan has designed. Men getting ready to sell their soul for a chance to receive his mark. Father, we thank you, Father God, for all the things that we are going through and the different trials and tribulations, the fiery trials that are to try us. And we pray in Jesus' name that through, with, through your anointing, through your touch of the Holy Spirit, that you will help us to understand that you have us in your hands and we are protected, uh, even though it feels at times, you know, that, that some of the things that we're going through are kind of depressing or challenging or whatever the case may be. Maybe we've had lost loved ones uh, this year, a lot of loss. Um, maybe, you know, there's so many different dynamics that are in play right now, Father, as the days seem to be consistently growing darker, even though there appears occasionally to be a little bit of light at the end of the, the, the tunnel. You know, Father, every dynamic has a caveat or, you know, there's positive and negative sides to each. Help us, Father God, we pray in the name of Jesus to be able to have that that joy, as King David said in, in Psalm 51, return to us, Father, the joy of our salvation. Help us, Father, in the name of Jesus, may we set aside set aside an appropriate amount of time, not only to read your scripture, which has a, a supernatural effect in changing us and, 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 and giving us incredible hope and, and helping us to be able to see things that we, you know, on a third or fourth or tenth or fifteenth read of a particular scripture, something will jump off the page that will give us incredible encouragement. And Father, there, and also to be able to, to seek out, uh, you know, uh, positive change in our lives, seeking out uh, opportunities to be able to, um, uh, you, know, re, you know, read books and, and focus our time on uh, the, the things of heaven and the things that are promised for us, the things that we have uh, to look forward to, to help us to be able to 
to understand the depth of what it means in Colossians 3, verse 2, where it says that for us to keep our mind stayed on things above. If we know what those things are, if we have that hope in us and we refresh our uh, and renew our mind through uh, reading such things, it, it can definitely help to pull us around and bring us to a place where uh, we, we, we are able to experience positive change in our lives, renewing of our minds in a positive way, to restoring to us truly the joy of our salvation, to have things to look forward to, to understand that the darkness and the, and the fear of porn, for lack of a better term, that is out there everywhere, Father, is not us. We are only here as sojourners. We have to go through this. It is part of, uh, you know, the journey. Uh, we have a mission, and sometimes that mission is, indeed, in, in many, many cases, the most important mission of all is the mission of prayer. And, Father, we just thank you for uh, elucidating us to these things and helping us to understand the importance of these things and that we will just learn to walk in it. Father, no matter how, you know, what we're going through, no matter how desperately dark it may seem at the time that we're going through it. Um, uh, I raise my hand. I know there's other people out there that are uh, struggling and going through things as well. And um, Father, we just lift up every single listener of this program. Father, we pray in the name of Jesus that not just them, but their their brothers and their sisters and their mothers and their and, and, and their, their uncles and aunts and the people that are close to them, their loved ones. Father, in the name of Jesus, we hold them up before you. We pray together in unison as a corporate prayer before your high holy supreme courts of heaven hallelujah father god that that you will just save their souls we are okay with not seeing the progress it is fine for blessed is he who believes and has not seen and we thank you jesus for that we believe you we stand on the promises of mark 11 23 we stand on the promises of john 14 13 and 14 we stand on those promises we know they are true and we believe with all of our hearts otherwise we wouldn't even pray we believe with all of our hearts that these things will come to pass and we praise you for it jesus we praise you when we don't see any light at the end of the tunnel we praise you for 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 dynamics and changes that are happening in our lives where where, we, where our natural earthly tendency is to see ourselves as some kind of a victim when in reality you could just be shifting things around and are hardly likely shifting things around in preparation for the days that we have ahead and we praise you for that father we thank you for that we trust you lord father give us a spirit of trust pour out a triple portion of that Upon us, Father, bring us to that place through your promises that that we will not be able to help but to trust you. We thank you, Father. We praise you, Lord, and Jesus, so thank you for your advocacy. Thank you for your incredible grace. Thank you for uh, praying for us, for lifting us up before the Father, for, for you know, advocating for us even when we're in our darkest moments and, and not, you know, being as in, in the most ideal place. Uh, and, and even in some cases, you know, um, in, in a place of sin that uh, is, not, is, is not in alignment with the obedience of our Father, help us to love you father and to fall in love with you so much and to get true joy in our hearts from being obedient and 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 also gracefully dealing with the challenges that are placed before us in our lives and remembering that that you are at work in each of our lives at during this journey to bring us to the place that we need to be for the days that are ahead and certainly in some cases depending on your perspective appear to be well exceedingly uh, imminent and we thank you for that father we praise your holy name let us t- 
let us handle with grace the changes that come upon our lives, the dynamics that make us feel uncomfortable. Sometimes they are the ones that are the most important, and we thank you for making those changes in our lives, refining through the, the refiner's fire that we all need to experience uh, probably more, a lot more than we are. Uh, and we just ask you, Father, if we need more refining, refine us. If we need more chastening, chasten us. If we need uh, huge changes in our lives because we're holding on to something that should not be important to us, Father, rip it out of our hands. We want to be ready for the departure. We feel the days are growing shorter. And, 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 and Father God, we just praise your holy name and we, we ask you in the name of Jesus, let us not miss. Let us not miss. Many are called, few are chosen, and we pray, Father God, no matter what, how many times we've slipped and fallen, we thank you for Daniel 11.35 that reads, as some uh, of those with understanding will fall to refine them, to purify them and make them white and uh, until the, 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 the time of the end. And Father, let us all be a part of that refiner's fire to be ready no matter what it to, to be on the first rescue mission off this alien demon infested rock. Let us not, Father, be without rewards in heaven. Let us find ways through prayer, through spiritual warfare, through our tenacity and perseverance, uh, through our continuous seeking of you and repentance and, 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 uh, and, uh, and confession of our sins in our daily t- uh, time with you, Father, that, that we, as we seek to spend as much time as we can in the secret place of the Most High. Father, lift us out of any states of depression, any uh, fog or funky feelings that we are having for the days that we're in, and just bring that joy upon us that we can recognize that you are at work in our lives, and it is a positive work that is going to lead to an incredible eternity. And we thank you, Father. We praise your holy name. We know you. We know that you love us. We know no matter how ugly and weird and creepy things seem in this world that you are there behind each step that we take. And we give you all the glory and praise your holy name, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah to him who is able to keep us from stumbling and to prevent us uh, and, and, to, and to, to, oh, to, to, to present us faultless someday before your presence, Father God, with exceeding joy. And to you, Father God, our Savior, who alone is wise, be glory, majesty, dominion, and power both now and forever. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Come and 
Hallelujah. So I just got fired. <laughs> yes, amen. Praise Jesus. I am not joking yet. Um, the client that I was working with, which is a bazillion dollar, humongous, unbelievable client and all that kind of thing. It's a long story. It is such a complicated project. But anyway, um, I uh, it, it, the, the client decided they didn't like me. Now, um, now understand. Now, I don't want you to take this the wrong way. This isn't that the, you know. For those of you who have been so kind and and continuously, and I I beseech you, please, to continuously li- continuously lift me up in prayer. Just make a mention of me in prayer every morning. And again, the time that I spend on my knees before the Lord, or, or sometimes I'll pull a blanket over my head and just you know just totally immerse myself in the presence of the Holy Spirit, and you know just to cut myself off. I don't even want to see the tiniest little light in the room or whatever uh, of an alarm clock or whatnot. Uh, but, um, you know, sometimes, you know, God does things that we don't understand, you know, and um, what I saw happening in as I was moving forward with this project with this particular individual that decided they didn't like me, um, uh, you know, felt that there was a communication problem. Uh, but here's the blessing. The amazing blessing, and this is very hard because, you know, your natural fleshy inclination is to, to blame yourself. Oh, I, I suck a balloot, um, you know, you know, and, and, and all that kind of stuff. Uh, even though your, your, your leadership is having a meeting, they're telling you, no, 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 this happens every once in a while to some, every one of us have had it happen. This is just absolutely normal. We're just switching out the resource to keep everybody happy. But here's the interesting thing. I was, I had actually called the meeting myself to alert the leadership group, you know, all of which I like that three particular people that are, you know, uh, that, you know, uh, are over 67 consultants, et cetera, and, you know, and all this. But anyway, long story short, there was a train wreck occurring. Now, it, it wasn't, it, it, it was, let's put it this way. The client believes that they're getting a Ferrari. And the experts that I spoke with that understand the factory know that the factory that the customer bought cannot build a Ferrari. Okay, now I don't know if that analogy works very good, but basically that's a mega train wreck getting ready to happen. This customer believed, and, and they kept on changing up the game. Every single time I got on the call, they wanted this, they wanted that. You know, it, it would be like getting on the, it would be like, um, uh, you know, being a car salesman, and you you close the sale on the car with 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 a lady. Uh, in this case, it was a lady. It doesn't make any difference, whatever the case is. But anyway, um, I, I don't know. I just. But anyway, so what happened was it was getting worse and worse and worse. Imagine somebody calling you up and saying, hey, remember that Toyota Camry that I just ordered on Tuesday? Well, now I want you to go ahead and add chrome wheels. And then another day goes by. Now I want you to add uh, chrome lug nuts, and I want you to put a runner on the side and, and blue light effects on the on – the, okay? And you go a couple more days, and then and come back, and they go, you know, and you were supposed to have it done several days ago, and, you, and it's like more, and I want 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 more. And then I got with an expert on the, you know, the software package that was going to be used to design what, that stuff and all that, and he's like, 
no way. He goes, you know what's going to happen. No, he, basically, he told me in a private a phone call, he said, she's going to say that she wants all these things. We're going to put it down on paper. Then we're going to turn it over to, put, to build it out. And then we're going to have to go back to her and tell her that she can't have all these things. And you know who she's going to throw under the bus? Us. We're doomed. <laughs> That's basically what the software guy said. And I was thinking to myself, okay, I have got to raise the red flag, not the yellow flag, not the orange flag. I've got to throw up the red flag, call a meeting with leadership. And that's when they told me that she wanted to switch me out. And it was like – now, of course, like I said, my natural inclination is since this is exceed, – for me, it's exceedingly rare. Uh, there's been only two times in 26 years that I've – you know, one time it, the client – thought I was going to bust him for something, you know, he, he, I was asking, evidently, he just wanted a box checker. He just wanted somebody to come in. I was supposed to do an assessment, and all he wanted me to do is check boxes and say, yes, no, yes, 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 no, yes, no, yes, and get out of there. Because I think he was afraid he was going to get ratted out or something in trouble from his leadership, uh, you know, because that can happen when third parties come in and do assessment work and stuff. And so um, so then I didn't know what was going on. All I knew was that, it, that they, they said, excuse me, sir, can you come with us? And, and you know, they, they escorted me to the door. And I'm like, my life is over. This is the end of my life. Oh, my gosh, it's the end of the world. I went over to the Exxon. I was so depressed and upset. I got a pack of cigarettes, smoked the whole daggone thing. I was like, you know, I, I was afraid to call my boss. I thought for sure I was fired. And, and my boss laughed. He goes, oh. Because that stuff happens all the time, so he he said we'll send in Bill, and Bill was like our our team's you know best box checker. You know he he didn't really do anything but check boxes, and the, the customer loved him. So it's just one of those weird things. But you know what? I think the Lord, by virtue of the prayers in this case, pulled me out of the fire. I really, really think that. That doesn't mean that I don't, you know, have the tendency that anybody else would have, like, you know, because everybody wants to be liked. And I have a lot, I have hundreds of customers and 26 years of experience of being loved uh, by my customers. And I really care about the customers that I service. I mean, I care like almost too much. And so that, you know, that's where I get all my job satisfaction and stuff. So that, that was kind of a, bummer. Uh, but on the other hand, when I look at the big picture, when I look at it, Excuse me, from God's viewpoint, I may have just got gotten pulled. It, it's it's almost like, um, oh, yeah, like the Andrew Womack. If you've ever listened to the Andrew Womack audio teaching about how to hear the voice of God, he explains all the subtleties and, and, and things that are associated with it and how careful you have to be to be constantly listening to the voice of God, <clears throat> that still small voice. And one of the examples he uses – and excuse me, but I'm, I still haven't taken my Z-Pack. Excuse me. Hold on a second. Naughty me. Here's my – this is my Z-Pack. I'm supposed to have started taking it already, and I didn't. Too much going on at work. Crazy stuff. But anyway, um, so, yeah, he, he, one of the examples that Andrew Womack uses in his audio teachings um, is and, – and I learned a lot from his, uh, you know, how to hear the voice of God teaching. And, again, you know, it's awmi.net. And I don't – I haven't been on this website in so long. You To find his audio teachings, I you know, you're going to have to hunt. <clears throat> but a lot of them are free. I think almost all of them are free. I think they all are. I'm not sure. But, anyway, look around for – he might have changed the title too because he does it sometimes, and you know. But it's, it'll it'll say something like how to hear God's voice or something like that. It's it's really a good, it's great stuff. That was my. Uh, that's where I um, cut my. What, what do they call that? Uh, that's where I, I begin. I started when I really started to shit 
shift over. I had gone through some, I was backslidden, once saved, always saved. It's all in my testimony. Not all of it, but a lot of it. And long story short, a cataclysmic type of an event occurred in my life. And I, that was the turning point for me. And I turned and ran to God because, and then everything just started opening up and opening up and opening. It was just one thing after the other. Uh, Anyway, long story short, in this testimony, he explains that he was standing in an airport. He gave the locations and he was supposed to go down and do a preaching, teaching thing somewhere down in Mexico. And all of a sudden, he said he just felt in in his heart. He just felt this strange, unexplainable oppression like he wasn't supposed to get on the plane. Now, you got to understand, you can imagine his situation. You know, he's got other preachers that are waiting for him to show up at the church at wherever the destination city was, et cetera, all this kind of stuff. He's standing in the airport. He's got the tickets in his hands, and he's got this, it just came over him, do not get on the plane. So he did it. The plane crashed. That's the kind of stuff. We have to get to a place where we are able to sense God speaking to us, and it is not something that comes naturally. And, and um, <clears throat> I've done um, uh, radio shows back uh, before 2016 and stuff, and 2020, probably 2013 or so, uh, on this subject. I may talk a little bit more about it. I don't know. I think I'm going to end up having to do this Sunday show on Sunday the 23rd because um, uh, guests are people are going through stuff, folks. People are going through stuff, and things are moving around, and it's just it's it's the wild wild west out there. I mean, for real, when it comes to lining up guests and everything, that's why we're so blessed to have, you know, just fascinating guests uh, like uh, Robert Vandrius Mitchell and Sister Elena and, you know, and Gary Wayne and just, you know, and Terry Hill and praise God for the regular guests because let me tell you something, folks, it is getting tough. I mean, there are a lot of people that we normally brought on, we brought on the show frequently that we would have reinvited. They're not even with us anymore. They've already gone home. Um, uh, you know, we, we had Russ Dizder on at least once, um, um, maybe twice, but I think it was once for sure. I know it was. And then, uh, we've had, uh, Doug Riggs, you know, he was on several times. Um, and, um, and you know, he's gone home. Um, so again, it's that Isaiah 57 one thing, you know, um, oh, I got to reach for my little cards. I can, I can butcher it or I can read it verbatim from the new king james the righteous perishes and no one takes it to heart in other words nobody gets it (laughs) okay the righteous die but none of you saints down there on earth hopefully we're all trying as hard as we can to be saints get it you don't get it you see russ disner die and you get all bummed out it says then it goes on to say Merciful men are taken away, but none of you meatheads down on earth realize that I, the Lord God, are taking the righteous away from, well, evil. Okay. Now, you know, and, and the, the thing about it is, um, uh, and I say meathead because, you know, I'm a meathead, and I figure if I'm a meathead, we're all a little, we all got a little bit of meatheadedness in us. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. I think we all do. I mean, otherwise, why, would Je- why wouldn't Jesus call us sheep? Oh, and if you haven't, I don't know if you can find it out there, but if you do find a audio uh, copy out there on the Internet anywhere, 
I'm having trouble with my um, 3x5 laminated cards, so I'll have to worry about those later. Otherwise, they'll fly everywhere, and I'll be picking them up for two hours after the radio show. <laughs> I, I'm, I, collect, I collect Bible verses like a crazy bird. But anyway, um, so um, if you run across um, – and I forget the name of the guy, so shame on me, but I can tell you the name of the audio or the uh, – the comedy comedy thing he does now he at, at one time he it was free at one time it was all over youtube then i looked again and i couldn't find it so it was almost like i don't know maybe they copyrighted it or something they wanted to take it down the, you know the free stuff off i don't know sometimes ministries will do that uh david Wilkerson's ministry unfortunately is very like that where you know you've got to have permission you can't even you know read anything from our you know david Walker, you know and i'm like Excuse me, but I'm pretty sure that the Bible says freely you have been given and freely you shall give, you know, and all that kind of stuff. But I don't know. People were so afraid of keeping the lights on in their church and putting up a new parking lot or paying whatever bill they got to pay there. They just don't get stuff. I don't understand it. If it's if it's from God, it's for everybody. That's just how it is. Sorry for you. Um, you know, and, and on it, quite honestly, I don't think a lot of the Christian recording artists even realize because what happens is they they go out and they record their they they're just doing their thing. They're serving the Lord. Uh, you know, they don't realize that the behind the scenes, the recording you know label or whatever is going and copywriting the living you know dickens out of everything. And you know, and then they probably don't even realize that you know, like like for example, you know, if I would have talked to to, to any one of the people that I used to any one of the Christians, uh, pick a pick, uh, that if I would have talked to them in person or sent them an email, I can almost promise you, uh, not, not, not 100%, but almost, uh, that they would have sent me an email and said, I, get, I hereby give you permission to, to play my songs anytime you want to, you know, carry Joby, whatever you name it. All right, here's the problem. Doesn't matter what you say. And no, I, I know. I literally studied the law, uh, and, and, you know, multifaceted law associated with copyrighted materials. And let me tell you something. They, they lock it down so tight. The studios get a cut. The musicians get a cut. Every drummer, every, mic, every person that's working on a microphone, everybody gets a cut. They all got a stake in it. Okay, so they so the problem is you know it doesn't matter if the recording artist uh, you know says oh yes I I, I, get, I hereby fully give you all my permission in the whole wide world here you go it's in writing in triplicate doesn't matter okay so what happens and uh, and then they've got this RIAA recording industry of America who's like you know gets paid millions of dollars just to go after podcasters like me to take over our house. It's a crazy. It's like uh, it's like so. Get this one song, even if it's only a couple of seconds of the song, that's from what they call an original master or a song that you know is on an album or whatever, or whatever DVD or you know downloadable stream stream from Spotify or whatever the case is. It doesn't matter where. If it's they call them audio masters, that's what they refer to them as. But they're all audio masters. They're all audio masters. But anyway, you play a little snippet of any of that little bit what they do is they look at your your the, the they estimate how many people might have listened to it and then there's a $125 fine for every single person that might have listened to it over the last 5 years and if you do the math and you're playing enough little snippets of audio and stuff bye bye house <laughs> see you later nice knowing you cuz they're going to come for you 
All right. So anyway, that's one of it's one of the reasons why I still got the programs, but before I can ever put up a best of show or whatever the case is, I have to sit there with an audio editor and just literally literally go like every three minutes, you know, I just take the little needle and check it for audio, check it, check it, check it, check it, check it. Oops, 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 there's something. And then I gotta cut it out and I check it, check it, check it, check it. Oh, there's another thing. Gotta cut it out, you know. So I gotta I call it sanitizing. I gotta sanitize it to make sure that I can republish it and then put it up. It's crazy stuff. But anyway, you know, so tonight I'm gonna I'm hoping uh, I'm gonna ask Robert what he thinks. I ran across an article uh today and I find this very fascinating because I know I and look how close – look, everybody is – I don't want to say everybody, but there sure are an awful lot of people that got to be in their bonnet over the potential eminence of World War III. And it's it has to do with the way that we're antagonizing Putin. Of course, that happens to be a favorite topic of uh, Brother Robert, so he may go he may feel very very powerfully led to talk about that for a while. Um and and sometimes I you know, but I I'm curious. I saw an article it was very interesting because they the, the poll and and they gave you the name of the poll and all that kind of stuff. And in in the poll had over I think 2200 um responders. And they were asked a series of questions and uh, it, it was it was diverse, a lot of different questions. But what was fascinating from the poll was that 17% of the 2200 respondents it was a surprise result. They were like, no way. Wow, this is really weird when they, they put up a headline about it. 17% of 2,200 respondents in the poll said they believed that the year 2022 would be the year of, an, of a significant alien invasion. Can you imagine that? Kids, a significant alien invasion. We got to get we got to get Augusto Perez back on the program. You know, Sister Nancy, I don't know if you're listening, and I'm sure that you are just buried up to your ears in rattlesnakes and alligators. But if you hear this, um, please, we got to see if we can get Augusto back on because we we got to get him to talk about that vision that the Lord showed him about the big round spherical shaped mothership that had all kinds of different alien species flying around it and everything. Because boy, that just it seems so in alignment. And synergy with the David Doetry vision of the rapture, which supposedly that that event with the giant mothership and all that, it's on all the TVs worldwide. And then all kinds of chaos and mayhem breaks out across the world, which, by the way, why wouldn't it? <laughs> but anyway, super sheep. Don't let me forget that. I wanted to mention that. If you see anywhere out there on the Internet – a, in a, uh, it's a, it's a comedian. I forget the name of the comedian. He's a Christian comedian, and he talks about uh, he lived on a farm. He, he tell, it's a true story, uh, and he calls he's he's paralleling us analogously to, to being a form of super sheep, and he tells stories about his his own personal sheep, one one of them named Hermit. And he and he just he's like sheep are dumb, you know. Sheep are just the dumbest things, you know. I, Herman would stick his face around the side of the barn, and and I would just sneak up sneak up on him and go boo. And Herman would freak out and just fall right over, uh, you know, and like play dead right in the middle of the grass. And um, he just has so many funny stories about how incredibly dumb sheep are. 
And then he, of course, says, but we are super sheep. It's really it's a good thing. It'll make you laugh. Um, And, uh, you know, that's I just wanted to throw that out there. If you find it, please do send me an email at jbaptist777 at gmail.com. And um, and please do keep on lifting me up in prayer, because when I ain't kidding you, folks, I'm in a very dangerous profession okay as far as keeping you know staying employed and i I just you know i i it would it would break my heart to have that kind of a massive interruption in my life occur that would probably impact the radio show in a very negative way and i know from the emails that i get and the communications that i get that a lot of people are touched and blessed and and their lives are changed uh for, for, for because of the diversity we you know because we cover so many subjects so many things so much and and in a lot of depth and then of course some people even go which I praise Jesus for, uh, to the website, as I recommend. And then I get an email and they're like, oh, my gosh, I could spend the rest of my life on this website. And, you know, stuff like that. You know, they say things that are similar to that. But anyway, praise God for that. Hallelujah. Because nothing gives me more joy as, you know, because that's the whole reason – I mentioned this many times. I will continue to always mention it. I praise Jesus for every single one of you. I pray for every single one of you. Um, I have a very big list, um, and and we're going to talk a little bit about how important prayer is tonight briefly, but we also want to get into the news. Also, Brother Sammy Mwangi will be joining us to give his testimony and an update. Uh, some super exciting things are going on with him, uh, and, he, and uh, you know, he wants to share. He's very excited. Uh, I would be, too, um, you know, if, if I was doing the kind of work that he's doing, because um, you know what's exciting about this life over here right the stuff that he's doing for god is amazing praise jesus thank you father all right now kids let's go ahead and uh, 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 jump right in here kids what do you call a fake noodle okay what do you call a fake noodle the silence is deafening it's an impasta (laughs) Noodle and broster. I kind of figured you'd like that one. Spanky, you look kind of subdued right now. Uh, Okay, well we'll have to we'll have to get you livened up there, buddy. What did the banana? I'm sorry, kids. Why? Why did the banana go to the doctor? Why did the banana go to the doctor? Needed a Z pack, right? (laughs) Praise God. because it wasn't peeling well. You know, the banana wasn't peeling. Okay. All right. Hey, speaking of the bananas, kids, one more. Kids, what do you call two bananas? What do you call two bananas? Slippers. Get it? Slippers? Okay. Hey, I'm going to take it. Three in a row, and let's move on. Hallelujah. Got a lot to cover tonight, and I've, wow, I'm going to run up on the clock, as always. <clears throat> Wanted to share this with you before we get into the news. Um, listen to this. So I was doing like I do, and I hunt and peck around the Bible and look here, look there, and invariably the Lord shows me something. For example, a lot of us know about the 1111 phenomenon where the Lord will show you that you're, you know, you'll see 1111 and the dog Nabis, just the strangest, most, it's just impossible. And, and you're like, 1111, there it is again. Well, we know that that 
is beyond any shadow of a doubt, it has been confirmed by the Lord uh, to me uh, over years of time. Oh, it's just such a long testimony. I don't have time to explain it. But even in a book uh, from somebody that was on Sid Roth, I bought the book, How to Walk in the Gifts of the Holy Spirit. I'm sitting there reading the book, and I'm like going, he has a whole section of the book on 1111. I'm like, oh, oh, this is like like four years after I was already, you know, and people were asking me about and that kind of thing. <clears throat> Not only that, but the New Agers see the, the numbers 1111 as meaning in, uh, ascension. But see, they see it as meaning ascension to their friends and family in, in the cosmosphere. <laughs> okay? So, unfortunately, it's a... Well, a satanic twist, if you will, on what? The rapture. Bingo! Ding, 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 ding. Okay, so you should be hearing that ding sound right now. Because that's what the devil does. He takes everything, has no original ideas, which is true, and then he twists it a little bit, and then he feeds it like cannon, you know, like, you know, to lure those who are just about there. But then they trick them and twist it just a little bit to draw them in. And Satan is so – oh, I don't even like thinking about him because, boy, I'll tell you what. The good thing about – for me to think about how angry and, you know, it it makes me very determined. Nothing makes me more determined to do more prayer, more spiritual warfare, more to bring down the – you know, to take out the hordes of hell. Nothing motivates me more than to think about all of the things that I've had to go through on account of him. All right. But it has woken me up and taught me an awful lot. Uh, You know, and, you know, and just like the Bible says, you know, it's not fun going through it when you're going through it, but, you know, nevertheless. All right. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Also, watch out for 111, by the way. 111 links over to Mark and it's that scripture that says that a voice came from heaven saying, you are my beloved son or daughter in whom I am well pleased. How about that, huh? 111. I've been seeing a lot of that lately. Now, now, don't get me wrong. If I'm having a hard time and I'm depressed and I'm, you know, in a bad place and not really where I ought to be in my walk, I also notice a noteworthy absence of 111 and 1111. Okay? <clears throat> Which is good. Because that'll help, you know, slap you over the head as we all need to have once in a while and hopefully bring you back to where you need to get. You know what I mean? Sometimes, ow, ow! Okay, so, you know, that's important to know. Now, remember how I've been sharing with everybody about, you know, the Lord led me, led me to place. Of course, there's all kinds of contention out there. I don't get into it. I, I try to help people as much as I want. But if they want to believe something, a man convinced against his will is of the same opinion still. So you just got to let them have it. Even if it's a preacher or whatever, I've had conversations with, you know, full-blown church pastors and stuff, and they believe all kinds of wacky things, and I'm just like, yeah, I'm not even going to go there. I just let, let, them, let, them, let them do what they want to do. All right, <clears throat> but anyway, I wanted to share this with you. Now, I, 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 I had – through my own personal trials, tribulations, difficulties um, that I have been going through in my life, uh, which I try to share as much as I can sometimes with the audience to a certain point, of course. Um, uh, but anyway, um, the, the, I was brought to the realization through this walk uh, that I have had to go through that, um, you know, I used to think, I, I used to think that you, 
I didn't really see confessing sins, <clears throat> confession and repentance as being a continuous thing. And then the Lord showed me that it was, but it takes time sometimes to be shown it. But then once your eyes are open to it, amazing, like, wow, moments, hallelujah, thank you, Jesus, kind of moments, start to happen over and over again. But it only happens when, you know, God has got to walk you through some stuff usually, and then, you know, open your eyes to, to a particular topic or group of topics, and then little by little, you, once, you, once you have that awakening, that, that Holy Spirit awakening moment, then it's like, oh, my gosh, there it is again, there it is again. Now, I'm going to share with you something that I, if somebody had asked me about this and, you know, did, you know, question, blah, 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 I, my answer, my initial answer would have been, boy, I sure, certainly wouldn't think I stand corrected. And I want to share it with you right now. Now, I know I, I, I've been preaching and telling people about, you know, um, that we need to constantly be inspecting ourselves, you know, constantly be looking at our behaviors, seeking the Lord, asking him for our help, uh, asking him to chasten us if we need to be chastened, correct our course, whatever the case is, get, get our help us, you know, and believe when you ask for it, you, you praise Jesus, you thank him for it. you say, look, you, you don't. Don't be about, you know, hey, I need to see some change in my life. I need to see my daughter do this. I need to whatever. No, 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 no. Because God inhabits the praises of his people. Okay, that's not just the people of Israel because the middle wall of separation has been broken down in there and is neither Jew or Gentile. And even in Galatians it says man or a woman that we are all one in the body of Christ. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Now, that being said, now you go back to the Old Testament, you start taking another look and you realize that the scriptures also apply to you providing that they're not overridden by Jesus in the new eternal contract, which is known as a covenant. I praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Now listen to this. We all know about Daniel, and we know that when the when the uh, angel came down, he was like, you know, um, and, and, and it's, it's a kind of a long story. It's, the tw- it's a 21-day fast thing and, you know, the cap- Babylonian captivity you know, thing and all that. All right, now. And, you know, and he throws himself prostrate. I'm not going to go there, but it's a, it's a wonderful story. I highly recommend reading Daniel chapter 9, uh, you know, uh, and um, also uh, 10, uh, the, the whole thing, because it's just very cool. All right, so anyway, so I found myself for some reason looking at Daniel chapter 9, verse 20. I'm going to read this to you. Check this out. Now, remember, when the angel came down, And, you know, introduced himself and handed him a plate of scrambled eggs and said, hey, come over and have a biscuit with me, which is not what happened, by the way. (laughs) Okay, But anyway, when the angel came down, the angel said something along the lines of, you know, he said, Daniel, you know, very blessed and beloved of God. Okay, right. Now, then, prior to that happening, listen to what the scripture says in Daniel 9, verse 20. It says, Now, while I was speaking, praying, and confessing my sin. This is Daniel talking here. Are you with me? Are you with me? You getting what I'm saying? Right. Now, if that doesn't take this 
thing that this place that the Lord brought me to where we're, where we are truly always in a continuous state of sin I can give you quote after quote after quote after quote after quote I mean Romans 14:23b uh, you know that which is not from faith is sin uh, you know uh, in in the book of James it says and I forget what, it might be four seven but I'm not sure I don't think it is I got to go look it up and recommit it to you know chapter and verse but basically it says you know um, if anyone if anyone knows to do good and they do not do it to him it is a sin I mean how many times have we walked past somebody in a, in a wheelchair and we didn't offer to pray for them these signs will follow those who believe they will lay hands on the sick and they will recover they will jump out of their wheelchair and start praising jesus and running around the public supermarket no it doesn't say that it says they'll recover it doesn't say now so the problem is we're just we just don't you know we're and we lack faith so right there is a double whammy right there Lack of faith, Romans 1420, uh, 1423b, and um, knowing to do good and not doing it. <clears throat> How many times has the notion entered our head that that person needs financial help, but we just decide they've, you know, whatever the case is, or we come up with, well, maybe the Lord this, maybe the Lord, maybe this, maybe that. We start thinking about, well, I don't really have any retirement, you know, I, you know, maybe I should do this, maybe I should split it up, maybe I should, you know, it's. Okay. Anyway, just wanted to share that with you. If look, if Daniel is praying and talking to the Lord and confessing his sin, okay, where does that put us? Huh? Okay. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Now, all right. Hallelujah, kids. What do you think of that? You like that one? All right. Glory to Jesus. Hallelujah. All right. Now, I also want to share this one with you. Um, this is a um, prophetic word uh, from. Uh, I believe she's going to still go or went, you know, Linda Lomax, excuse me, Wings of Prophecy. <clears throat> and uh, but anyway, listen, I'm going to go ahead and uh, uh, read this to you because it's it is very powerful. And I think it is probably maybe to some degree applicable, perhaps to some of the listeners of this program. All right. And that makes it very, very relevant. I can tell you that over the last, you know period of time or so i've been going through some ugly and um i know a lot of us are and um you know and i can tell you that this it has a little bit to do with you know this is to some degree uh is applicable applicable to me as well thank you jesus hallelujah here we go All right, praise God. Listen to this. My child, all my people are being tempted right now to shorten or abandon their normal prayer times. Many are discouraged by current news. Some have abandoned praying to me altogether, convinced that nothing will change even if they do pray. This is the enemy's work. To keep my people from praying, because he knows I will answer them. My people are entering a time of great trials, and a time of much tribulation will soon follow this. They shall be altogether unprepared if they have been out of my presence all of the time from now until then, and they will not survive what's coming. 
Now remember, this ref- this is highly reflective of residing in the secret place of the Most High, which is a big, big, big part of all of our daily prayer time, isn't it? Let's pray that it is. And let's also pray and lift each other up in prayer that we are re-strengthened and recommitted and just very bound and determined to take out the enemy. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. All right. I'm going to go on and read the last little bit. It says, the time of the great tribulation is almost upon my people, which I believe that's true. Um, This will be a terrible and perilous time when many shall be martyred for my namesake. Okay. Now that I, I feel in my spirit that this is just nailing it because I have always believed, uh, you know, I, Oh my gosh, this is this is definitely nails it. I I don't even know I what year this was published. It, it's irrelevant to me. This is definitely coming from the throne room of God. I know it is a fact because I have I understand through years and years of deep dive study <clears throat> about the tribulation saints, the things that are going to be happening during the great, great tribulation, all that kind of stuff. What it really means when it says two witnesses are shooting fire out of their mouth—that's the fire of God, folks. <laughs> it's not two bearded Hebrews on a street corner in Tel Aviv. I'm sorry. It's not, now I'm not, I'm not ruling that out as maybe there is it's this and this. I don't know, but one thing is for sure: the you know we've covered this subject. We've had people on the radio show that are experts on this subject. Uh, uh, Pastor Carl Gallops has done a fabulous study on this subject, and um, that fire shooting out of the mouth is the fire of God. Now listen to this: the time of the great tribulation is almost upon my people. This will be a terrible and perilous time when many will be martyred for my namesake. Now, that's getting your heads chopped off and all that other stuff. This also indicates that the um, the handing out of the mark of the beast is going to be happening during the Great Tribulation. I believe that. I have always believed that because the Bible says uh, to the Church of Philadelphia, because you have kept uh, my command to persevere through all the trials and all, all the ugly and all the other stuff and continue to confess of your sins and pray and seek the Lord and want to walk in his righteousness and fall in love with him and fall in love with Jesus and all this other stuff that we're that, that is part of our walk because you have kept my command to persevere I will keep you from the hour of trial that will come to test those who dwell upon the earth well that means the people that are being kept from the hour of trial are not on the earth hallelujah thank you Jesus I mean the implied meaning of scripture is many times a magnitude's often more important than the explicit meaning that you read. And when you get a church, all you ever hear about is them talking about the explicit meaning or their opinion of what it means. All right, and it goes on and says, this will be a time when it seems the enemy has won during the Great Tribulation. But he has already been defeated at the cross on Calvary. So that's the word of encouragement. Jesus is basically saying, I'm coming back, all I kind of think. So he's going to come back after he rescues, after the rescue missions take place. And, and uh, you know, and, you know, the, quote, Church of Philadelphia, which could be both the barley harvest and the wheat harvest, uh, you know, then, um, you know, just at different iterations. Okay. And, it's, and it goes on. It says, I have told you in my word that he shall prevail for a time, but only for a time. Okay, now that again seems to be reflective of the, of the period of the Great Tribulation. By the way, in chapter 17 of Revelation, you see another reference to the hour for an hour. These beasts with horns and stuff are given power over the earth for an hour. Well, we all know it for no 60 minutes. 
So there's a confirmation of uh, the uh, of the metaphor that is being used to represent the period of great tribulation, which is three points of years, times times half a time, um, you know, uh, yeah, you know, uh, two months, all that kind of stuff. Praise God. Um, and and it goes on to say, in this time, many miracles will be seen that souls ha- that may be saved for my kingdom. So who's going to be doing those miracles hmm? during the great tribulation? I've covered this before, too. It has to do with that, the story that I, t- I told about uh, uh, Brother Larry and how, you know, and, and, you know, take the mission, John. Take the mission. When you get up there, they're going to ask you if you want to take the mission. They'll take you into another. Take the mission, John. <clears throat> anyway, I've covered that before. Uh, maybe I'll talk a little bit about that on Sunday. I don't know. Um, praise Jesus. I just go kind of go with the flow. But anyway. It, 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 it go, again, it, it goes on to say, um, my people pray, lift up many prayers now for yourselves and those who you love. Lift up to me prayers to those lost that you don't know, uh, for I shall reward you for these prayers, for the time you spend praying and for these lost souls. Now remember, Isaiah forty-three twenty-five. our Heavenly Father says, I, even I, am he who blots out your transgressions for my own sake, and I will not remember your sins. <clears throat> All right, maybe I should take the Z back. Anyway, um, uh, you know, keep me in remembrance, our Father says. Let us contend. Let us work together. Okay? It's, it's, it's how God designed. It's the perfect design of the universe is our prayers. We bring down Jesus' power. We funnel that power down, and it works. It, we act out of faith. You know, blessed is he who believes and has not seen. All right, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Now, I've got these really, really cool witticisms of wisdom that I wanted to share with you tonight, but because of always perpetually running behind schedule, I'm going to go ahead and skip over those, and I will roll them to Sunday. So we'll have a little bit more time on Sunday. Praise God. There's some pretty cool ones. I think you'll be uh, you'll be like, hey, that's pretty cool. I want to say that one kind of thing. All right. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Now, anyway, on that note, I know Brother Sammy's probably already connected to the program. He's very patient. I know Brother Robert will be very patient. He always is. He's awesome. Praise Jesus. Uh, but anyway, let's go ahead and, and, and just uh, slam out as much of the news as we possibly can. Uh, it, you know, it's just an ever, ever never ending. And, and, and it's so well. Telling of how deep we are into the end times timeline, no matter what anybody believes. All right, praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Anyway, let's go ahead and move into it. Ladies and gentlemen, may I have your attention, please? It's not normal. It's just wrong. Uh, It's not normal. This is disturbing. Game over. Praise God. And here we go. The Philippine Philippines eyes um, uh, Philippines eyes an unvaccinated list amidst Duarte's arrest threat. So now not only are they uh, getting ready to create this official list of whoever is not vaccinated, but they're getting all ready to arrest people as well. All right, just thought I'd cover that. And like we like we need to de- like we need a hole in our head, right? We need to hear that kind of stuff again. All right, next one up. Hallelujah. Strike paralyzes Lebanon amidst worsening economic conditions. So Lebanon is in big trouble. Uh, They have been for quite some time. Remember, there are uh, 40,000 Christians in the country of Lebanon. Okay, and so, folks, remember, the body of Christ, where is it? 
Our citizenship is in heaven. Philippians 3.20. It's not in America. It's not in Namibia. It's not where it's not in the UK. It's not in France. We're sojourners. All right, praise God. All right, next one up. Sweden to launch exceptional measures amidst 300% rise in electricity prices. And so they they give a bunch of examples and what's going on and everything. Can you imagine? 300%. Let's see, for mine that would be yeah, that would make it more than my mortgage and my escrow and, and you know, together. <laughs> okay? Wow. What are they going to do? I mean, folks, do we have something to pray for? Yeah, we got a lot to be praying for. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Next one up. Russia records the worst harvest in years amidst a global, global, repeat, global food crisis. What is queued up? The third seal is queued up. Is it, in, is it in play right now? Is it in progress? Again, I maintain that Jesus can go and snap all the seals on the scrolls, and the scrolls can roll out in parallel. Okay? And I see an awful lot of parallelisms in what is happening today across the world that align to different seals. Okay? And, you know, even to the point of the animals and the beast of field and all that kind of weirdness uh, in, in, the, in the fourth seal, which is, you know, essentially it's focused on World War III, but, you know, anyway. All right? And, and don't forget, the thing that's exciting about the, the global financial collapse, and you're like, oh, that doesn't sound exciting. That sounds terrible. Well, the thing that's exciting about it is at the very end of the third seal, it says, do not harm the oil or the wine. Well, that's the bride of Jesus Christ. Okay, you got it? New wine into new, you know, you can't put new wine in old wineskins, you know, that whole thing. And then oil, oil in the lamp, really? Okay, so that highly seems to indicate that we're pretty much probably going to be here until past that point, but then anything is possible then. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Another headline. Hallelujah. After school Satan club planned in Illinois elementary school, the district explains why. And of course it's, you know, it's always going to be, well, they have a Christian one, so we need to be able to have our, our satanic one, you know, that kind of stuff or whatever. And, and, oh, and don't forget, we got to have our, you know, drag queen reading hour for the three-year-olds. Next one up. Breitbart news reports, CNN lost 90% of its audience. Any surprise there? Surprise, surprise, surprise. No, I don't think so. I'm even going to go there. I mean, it's almost like, you know, <laughs> you know, right? All right, next one up. Hallelujah. CDC to set new mask rules. Now they're going to try to jam N95 masks on, on us. Okay? And how much you want to believe that that means that anybody that's traveling on an airplane, they're probably going to eventually migrate and force everybody over to the N95 or the K95 mask. Let me tell you something. There's nothing on earth that is harder to breathe through. You might as well jam a fistful of pebbles in your mouth and glue. They are miserable to wear. I had a whole box of them. I put one on. I was like, uh, you know, and then I thought, oh, this is, oh, oh, next one up. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. House Democrats passed two voting bills, uh, voting rights bills, setting up a showdown in the Senate. Praise Jesus for uh, the uh, that one particular lady. I forget her name, uh, and, but praise God for her for standing up against uh, the elimination of the filib- filibuster, because if she had d- eliminated the filibuster, then guess what? They would be jamming down our throats. All the laws that they used to commit the the voter fraud in 2016, 
they would be making them laws. Now, I'm kind of, you know, I'm not, I cannot believe, uh, I'm not going to go there. That's a whole nother. Anyway, next one up. Researcher calls out censorship after journal pulls COVID-19 vaccine adverse events analysis. Now, again, uh, this particular, this was a researcher. <clears throat> they published their uh, thing for peer, re- peer review amongst their peers. It was, uh, you know, a properly done scientific method all the way. And, um, and basically they came out and, and their conclusion was, according to the various reports, th- these were, you know, essentially minimums. Uh, and they went through a fantastic number of reports. It's over a million, and it said that there's at least 21,000 deaths associated with the vaccines and 11,000 heart attacks and 13,000 cases of Bell's palsy and 25,000 cases of myocarditis and uh, pericarditis, which I believe are also very bad heart disorders. All right. Um, the card the card word is a Latin root word for cardio. All right. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Next one up. Here we go. We want to be there for people as a friend and helper. 600 Austrian police demand the government to cancel the vaccine mandate. So now even the police are rebelling against the Austrian government, which it's, it's, uh, so, it's so twisted and upside down and just, oh, my gosh, you could just go on and on and on. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Praise God. Praise God in all things, no matter how hard it is sometimes. Praise Jesus. All right, next one up. Russia could invade at any moment, according to Blinken. Now, they are being antagonized full force. This country is desperately trying to get them to attack, to move into the Ukraine. They're desperately trying to get – we've talked about this, and I I don't know what, an unlimited amount of times? 500 times? And, uh, again, it is a favorite topic of uh, Roberts uh, because of his familiarity with the various Illuminati families and how they feud. All right, next one up. Hallelujah. Here we go. Bye-bye mask and COVID pass. Boris Johnson in the United Kingdom announces an end of Plan B restrictions in England. So he He's getting rid of the COVID pass. He's getting rid of the, excuse me, mask mandates. What is it? Is it a mask? Is it not? Is Fauci guilty? Is he not? Why doesn't anybody ever get punished? <clears throat> I have this new um, uh, acronym. I call it the Global Satanic Control Grid. I think it's the easiest way to kind of capture what we're really dealing with. Next one up. The pandemic is birthing billionaires and killing the poor. Oh, I don't think that's a big surprise. You're good. Yep, I know. Thanks, Captain Obvious. I was on a totally different track. Next one up. U.S. Pilot Union urges 5G rollout halt at the airports until a permanent fix targets the safety records. And then they even got uh, airlines uh, all over the place, Cathay Airlines, British Airways. They don't, wanna, they don't even want to come over here and land in different places if there's any 5G going on because evidently they've got evidence that if the signal is strong enough or whatever the case may be, you know, bad things happen to their navigation equipment, their altitude, altimeters, et cetera, et cetera. All right, praise God. Next one up, hallelujah. COVID shall not pass. Hong Kong orders the mass slaughter of hamsters after 11 hamsters tested positive. No comment. Next one up. All right. 14% of the people think aliens will invade Earth this year. I want I want to get Robert Vandrius Mitchell on that subject. All right. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Next one up. Headline. Biden administration to distribute 400 million N95 masks to the public for free. Wait until they put one on. 
I, I can see it now. It's like there'll be people driving in their cars with all the windows up with N95 masks on. Like, <laughs> and I'm like, you know, it's like that cheap Herman. <laughs> you know, Herman! <laughs> the sheep falls over, you know, that kind of thing. All right, praise God. Next thing. All right, next one up. Tsunami waves up to 33 feet high hits Tonga. And now they got, you know, aerial images, and there's even a disturbance in the atmosphere associated with that. And, and who would have even seen it coming? Underwater volcano. Imagine that. How many of them are, are there out there? We already know that the Earth's core is all dorked up because of Planet X and all the other things that are happening. We all, it's not climate change. It's, it's catastrophic climate change. It's, anyway, we've covered that a bunch of times. Maybe we'll cover quite a bit more of that on Sunday. We might go in a, a deeper depth on that challenge. Now, <clears throat> there's a lot of headlines flying out around about there because, roundabout because Trump had his little first little rally to prepare for the 2024 run. But then he turns around and he slaps Governor Ron DeSantis in the face and calls him doll Ron and that he has no charisma. Doing that for her. How childish. I'm sorry, but I call it as I see it, and I don't care. I'm not a Trumponian I could care less about. I am a citizen of heaven. Now, if if it's between picking between a shape-shifting reptilian and some kind of geriatric entity versus Donald Trump is – uncouth as he is um well then whatever and but i'm not on that bandwagon never was never will don't like it and i I really dislike people worshiping him like jesus that is absolutely unacceptable all right praise god thank you jesus all right next one up Scotland, the Omicron restrictions are to end on Monday, says, you know, the whatever prime minister or head, no, first minister, they call uh, Nicola, uh, surgeon or, you know, so anyway, so she's saying they're, they're lifting. So some are lifting, some are not, some are lifting, some are not, some are lockdowning, some are preparing, some are getting different vaccinations. There, there's a new uh, Norovask COVID-19 vaccine that they're dumping on the Australians. I feel so sorry for them. They're like, they're like some kind, they're like, they've been turned back in. Australia has been like turned back into the 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 prison continent that it originally was uh, before it, you know well, it's just it's so unbelievable anyway praise God next up I instantly felt that it was not him QAnon claims that Trump used a body double and it might even have been John uh, JFK at the at the rally JFK no no his 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 snide remark against Ron DeSantis the best governor in the entire country bar none was not acceptable. I'm sorry. It was not acceptable. Anyway, whatever. Um, Next one up. Two House Democrats announced that they will not seek re-election, joining over two dozen others. Again, this is a mass exodus of the Democratic Party, and you know what that means, folks. Okay, I hope you do. Does it mean a black swan event? Could be. Look it up. All right, praise Jesus. All right, next one up. Russian submarine with 160 nukes on board surfaces right off the coast of the United States. But never, that's okay, never mind. We're still going to keep on poking the bear, poking the bear, poking the bear, poking the bear, trying to get World War III to start. We're going to try to, so we can blame it on them. Next headline, Russia is evacuating the embassy in the UK, the Ukraine. Ukraine. Very important to take note of. Also, the Biden administration announced they said, and I'm going to quote the headline, Biden administration says that Russia is going to carry out a false flag attack on itself to justify invading the Ukraine. Folks, talk about the pot calling the kettle black. 
the number one country in the world for false flags. The United States, Babylon the Great, for sure. Um, you can read the book, if you so desire, entitled The Confessions of an Economic Hitman. We had John Perkins on the program, and I'm here to tell you, if that doesn't wake you up, nothing will. All right. Then there's a new headline that was just out just prior to the show that says, my guess is Putin will invade the Ukraine. All right. Now, there's a bunch of other headlines that are saying, you know, from experts and such, that, <clears throat> excuse me, I really <clears throat> got this... I guess I got to take my my uh, whatever ZPAC. <clears throat> Much brighter than before, COVID-19 cases are plunging all across the United States. Now, while that's occurring, Greece announces that they're going to start monthly fines on the elderly if they are not vaccinated. And they will be $114 uh, uh, pretty much on a monthly basis. Can you imagine that? It's like, I don't know, it's the global satanic control grid, okay? But there's like late at the end of the tunnel. What's going to happen? What's gonna, I don't know. We don't know. All right, so let's just keep on watching. Praise God. Next one up. Jordan taking down Fauci. The, the, Republican, the Republican majority will definitely investigate that he knew it came from a lab. So essentially what this is saying, if you read the entire article, is that, that you know, when, once the midterms happen, once the Republicans take over power, Fauci's toast. Now, let's see if it actually happens. It'll be the first time I have ever seen somebody that was clearly a member of the Global Satanic Crime Syndicate to have ever been taken out or punished for anything. It'll be the first time ever. Or what they'll do is they'll disappear in, like Epstein. Anybody who says that Epstein's still alive wasn't paying attention to the before and after photos. All right, praise God. Next one up. All right, um, prospects of an, another – oh, this is important. Listen to this. Al Jazeera puts up this headline. All right, the prospects of another American civil war. So now we've had MSNBC NBC report on it. We've had um, – uh, I don't even know. I, I've seen at least uh, several different outlets report on it. Now we've got international news outlets that are reporting on the prospects of an American civil war. Folks, folks, you paying attention? Widespread damage. Another last headline I'm going to read for tonight. Widespread damage. I know we're really late. Uh, widespread damage after the winter storm spawns multiple tornadoes in Florida. Now then, I can tell you this. Now, and by the way, there is massive flooding in Israel. There is just massive flooding all over the world, just like it was last year. Now, this tornado spree in Florida was kind of weird because um, – I got this like tornado warning, and it was weird because I was kind of like laying in bed trying to get sleep, and um, I decided to take a look outside, and the and the the rain, <laughs> the rain was like going in circular motions. It was going to the left, to the right, to the left, to the right, and then there were these like little white particles, and I was like, oh my gosh, that's those are little specks of hail, and so I don't know how close it got to my neck of the woods, but evidently it was you know. Close enough to cause hail and, and sideways rain. All right, praise God. Thank you, Jesus. And on that note, let's bring on Brother Sammy Mwangi, who has been incredibly patient as always. Praise Jesus. Here we go. Brother Sammy, are you there? I'm here, John. How are you? Buona asipiwe. 
and Buana Asafiwe. God bless you, brother. Tell us what's been going on. Get us caught up. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Once again, I'm always appreciative to come and uh, give an update. First, I want to just start by saying Happy New Year to you, John, and to all our, our listeners. Um, last year, we had a great time. I've given some updates before. But initially, let me just say thank you to all the partners for the support they gave us in 2021, enabling us to spread the gospel, the good news, and especially in a time like this. John, as you've given a lot of good updates, time like this when a lot of news are just bad news. So when we hear the good news of Jesus Christ, it makes a big, big difference, reminding us again that, you know, we are citizens of heaven. We are just passing through this world. We are strangers in this land because of our citizenship is in heaven. And I thank you for that reminder all the time. So um, because of the support we got last year, we were able to spread the gospel again. We were able to do several missions in Africa, in Asia, and also in some parts of the USA. And um, we couldn't do that without the enablement of God and, of course, by the help that we received from our partners. And I just want to uh, quickly say that we've emailed and mailed um, statements for last year, especially for those who would like to use them either to keep their records all for uh, tax return. So if you haven't gotten one and you need one, please uh, feel free to contact me, uh, Samuel at pikeinternational.org. That's my email, just Samuel, and then the rest is pikeinternational.org. Uh, and I think my number is somewhere on the website. You can always give me a call, but we've tried our best. Uh, but I know sometimes people change their addresses. Uh, just I think today the main thing I wanted to just share with us an update is um, about Congo, you know, uh, several years ago we built a school and we continued to increase classes uh, near the Goma City. Uh, Goma City is Eastern Congo, but now we need we want to build another school in Ijui Island. This is uh, in the middle of Lake Kivu. <clears throat> if you just Google Ijui, I I D J W I, is the middle of Lake Kivu, and. Um, it's quite a huge island, and the kids there, they really need a school. They have been in a makeshift school, and uh, we, we, we just started dis- having a discussion with them. They have been uh, praying and asking us to help where we can, and now we had some guy who went there to just do some drawing for us, uh, a Congolese brother in Christ and a son of a pastor, and he gave us a very wonderful building that I shared yesterday uh, on our mail team. If you haven't checked that email, uh, you, you can check something about a school in Iji Island, Congo. you find uh, uh, an email that I sent. Hopefully it's not in the spam. Uh, but in that school, we need to raise about $50,000 uh, for phase one, which is going to cover grade one to six. What a beautiful thing to be able to put that school. And good news, um, uh, John, you know, you know, you knew Jean who introduced me to you. She passed away, yeah. and the husband, yeah. the, the husband also died. Um, and the son of the husband, who is a step step son, you know, when the father died in September, he started getting interested uh, with the spite. You know, asking, you know, you guys, I know about you, but I've never been interested. And just December, when we were closing December 30th, he came and gave us a check of ten thousand dollars. He said, you know, I want Praise to continue God. supporting. Yeah, he said, I want to support what my dad was doing. And uh, he dedicated that to the school of in Inju because I had shared with him. So 
that's already um, one big step ahead. And um, March 10th to April 12th, I am planning to be in Africa and uh, starting this project in Congo. So just praying that, you know, as many as they can be able to help us raise the uh, remaining uh, $40,000. I know, you know, sometimes you might even find somebody out there blessed and, you know, wants to invest some money for the kingdom. Uh, please feel free. Uh, share with others as well. And we would appreciate. So I'll be going there in March uh, in Congo, and I'll be in Kenya and Rwanda as we do missions, but also start off this project and just see it kick off very well. So um, we we thank God and just be praying for us. You know, those kids right now, they are 216 uh, that are waiting to have this school put up for them. They're in a makeshift place. But we thank God that uh, we're looking forward to do that. Uh, finally, uh, even as we do that, you know, we, our program still continue with a JIGA treatment in Burundi, which we are doing a program in April, our discipleship program, which is now doing very well, you know, eight different languages, whether it's Oldo in Pakistan. Uh, I, I actually hope that this year we could do uh, the, the Indian, Hindu, and the Philippines. They are looking forward also to having the book. So we are still training people who can do um, that in those countries. So we'll continue progressing because this Bible study material is really helping people to grow and be rooted in Christ and to understand their citizenship very, very well. So we'll continue to trust God for that program to continue growing. So everything is going on, the feeding of the kids in Congo, family transformation and everything else. And so we just encourage our partners, our donors, don't give up on us, keep donating. John has done this for 10 years now. And what a blessing. Consistency has made a big, big difference. And that's why we are able to do what we do. And um, finally, December, January holidays, we were able to feed the Blight Fellowship people in Pakistan. They were very, very happy. Uh, the pygmies in the Congo. Right now, there's a huge drought in Kenya, especially the arid and semi-arid areas. You know, you can look online, you see livestock dead, you know, people just passing through their livestock dead. You wake up in the morning, cows are dead, and um, semi-arid and arid areas in Kenya really hit very, very hard. So we were able to donate uh, food stuff to the Masa in Kenya, and they were extremely grateful. All this is possible by God's grace and by the help we have from our partners, many of them, maybe 95% or 90% that we, we came to know them through this program. So thank you so, so much, John. We pray for you. And even any shakeups in your workplace and anything, we are praying for you and standing with you as well as other partners. We pray for people. We pray them. We mention them by name to God. And we just pray for your health. We pray that God is going to keep you well. God is going to keep you strong in your businesses, your jobs, whatever you do that the heart of God is going to be gracious to you. God bless you. Thank you so much. Sammy, it's amazing. I, I, I love the updates and things that you've done to your website. Again, this is P-I-P-E-S, like Pipes in a House, international.org. But, um, folks, it's, it's, it's definitely something that you should take a look at if you haven't already. Um, it's such a blessing. See, the thing is, okay, like just to give you an example, John G. Lake has – there's what's called the Letters of Africa. And what he said – what Lake said when he returned and wrote uh, about his uh, missionary work that he did in Africa, he was very troubled because the uh, – 
indigenous peoples in Africa would oftentimes return to their pagan ways. And he was very troubled by this because he thought, well, then what? You know, he was. You know, he wanted to to make them. You know, disciples of Christ, and and have them be totally dedicated to Jesus. And he was very troubled that they would constantly be returning to their pagan ways. And Sammy is. Uh, he, he. It's amazing. I mean, they they, 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 they literally these books. They they they're handing out books. They teach the people how to be disciples. They they're they they they're building Christian communities. They're it's just it just it's the the reach and the depth and the the lives that are changed is so real. It's not this fakey weird stuff where that you see a lot of times where they'll say like, you know, this particular Christian ministry went in and ten thousand people were saved, and I'm like, uh, yeah, no. What you really mean is ten thousand people showed up, <laughs> and a couple people waved their hands and came forward. You know, the, the, the Sammy is the real deal. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Uh, you know, I cannot more highly recommend. This is this is it. This is the real deal, and we just need like as many more people to help Sammy, and just as much that we can do to to help these people because it's just go to the website, just take a look. This is amazing, Sammy. Thank you so much for joining us tonight. God bless you, brother. And please remember me when I'm at, when when I'm in my little pup tent on the top of a hill, you know, way way far away from the city of God, and you got that big old massive mansion. Just all I want, all I ask. <laughs> Occasional barbecue or something, yeah. Just just invite me over for a barbecue or something, uh, because I know you're going to have a whopper of a mansion, brother. God bless you. Thank you for joining uh, us. God bless you, John. All right, take care. Um, praise Jesus. And on that note, let's go ahead and bring on Brother Robert Vandrius Mitchell. Thank you for your patience. And here we are. You there, Robert? Hello, uh, Brother John. How are you? Hey, how are you doing? Hey, um. You know, I I know that uh, you're probably going to want to talk about, and I want you to the uh, the Putin stuff, the potential threat that you know the, the they're poking the bear, they're poking the bear, they're trying to start World War III. They've been trying to do it for quite some time. The the efforts that they're going through, it, that's very it's unbelievable. It's unbelievable how I know. hard they they tried to they tried to fulfill uh, Hillary's job that she couldn't do in 2017, 2018. So they now try to make uh, Biden to do that uh, job. No, I, I know. I know. It's 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 um it's it. There's a lot of people concerned that they're going to pull it off. Uh, that they're that they're they're going to push him hard enough that he's just going to say you know and just go ahead and do. But they're set, it's like a setup. They're even the Biden administration. I read an article. They, they they came out on a press conference and I don't know what kind of entities these things are. You know this Saki person or whatever it is. But um but you know saying that they're they're claiming that Putin's going to lo- excuse me launch a false flag against himself. To give himself an excuse. Oh my to- God! I'm like the pot is calling the kettle black. <laughs> if yes. anybody will false flag, it's going to be us. You know, if there's one country that uh, win the gold for false flags, it is the United States. On step with number one. <laughs> I know, right? It, 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 uh, it really Robert, is, and uh, it really is. We are the absolute global leader in false flag events. There was no Gulf of Tonkin incident. Robert McNamara no. admitted it on his deathbed. He said we it was a complete setup. The whole Vietnam War, the whole deal was a setup. It's unbelievable. Anyway, 
Yeah. <clears throat> Same as 9/11, because they want they try to force a war, a race war or a, a religious war, the Christians against Muslims. And as bonus, well, of course, they could on. invade Iraq well, in order to steal all that. the Anunnaki uh, scriptures and everything away that they have yep. never given back, by the way. So that right. was a bonus. But initially it was just created so that they could play out Christians against Muslims, and it didn't came from it because nor Christians nor Muslims fell for it. So, so yeah, they now tried a new route uh, with... Uh, to force uh, Putin to make this uh, move. And I think that Ukraine, in its modern uh, language, also means something as a buffer, a buffer zone. So the NATO, Putin is right what he said, that he feels that NATO is going to uh, circle him around, what they're already doing, by the way. NATO have already asked for Sweden and Finland to join them. Well, wait a minute, those two countries have never been part of NATO, ever. So NATO, through the cabal and uh, the military industrial complex, are hardworking in order to uh, yeah, to create this World War Three. Well, the, the real people, because we see only the clones on TV, are already as cowards hidden in their underground bases. Now, yeah, good luck with that, rather than being underground than me, uh, seeing what I have seen. <clears throat> so, but it, it, it really is. And, of course, they also will try to, to get uh, China involved. Now, yeah, if the U.S. have to fight currently a war against China, then the U.S. will lose, especially with their... With their military forces for with transgender people. I wonder what we throw at the, at the Russians or at, the, at the, the Chinese. Our transgender soldiers, the Chinese and Russia will left them out. It, it's really insane what is going on over the last, what is it, four years with this woke agenda, or even before four years, because it started under Obama. And it is completely destroying... The United States Army. Or can, you imagine, can you imagine? Can you imagine? You know, anybody who understands World War II, I'm a little bit of a World War II buff. If you know, I I watch all the documentaries, I read books, and all that kind of stuff. You know, and I, you know, and I can just see. You know, Russians kind of like they walk out, and it's like you know, 15 degrees below zero, and they go, you know. Yes. Feeling a little brisk, you know. They, it, it doesn't even bother them, you know. And um, can you imagine their soldiers on the line, some of the most advanced military equipment in the world, and then they are looking across the field and they all go, "Oh no, it's the drag queen brigade!" And all these like <laughs> you know cross dressers are running across the field. Yeah. We're gonna go to. <laughs> You know, I mean, that's how insane the world is right now. It's unreal. I, I, I know, and it is so insane. And it's me, also media, uh, of course, the media is going crazy because, yeah, they don't have Trump anymore. Yeah, too, too bad. Sure. Uh, so, yeah, they need another subject. So now, of course, it's Putin and everything else. And, uh, 
It's insane. Yeah, you mentioned earlier yeah, that the, the numbers of CNN has come down. CNN is way. It's, they can't wait for Trump to get back into the into the ring for 2024. Because you know, they're threatening, in, uh, you know they're threatening to shoot him, right? Hmm? You know that you yeah. know they're threatened. Yeah, there's I, I they've put out propaganda, um, which is a type of media false flag, really, um, where they've published articles accusing uh, uh, Iran. Iran. Of, yeah, yeah, and you know supposedly in response to the Soleimani killing, right? So it's like, well, we we have not forgot, and then they and then they show like Donald Trump on a golf course, you know, with like a, a laser sight on his back, kind of thing, and um. I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. I and you know, and again, do you, how do you ever really know if the person is dead or if it was totally staged? You know, unless you get like like we got with the Epstein deal, before and after photos, close up before and after photos of the person's head, and then somebody does like a, I don't know what you call it. Uh, well, a scientific analysis of the shape of their ears, the shape of their nose, you know, all that kind of stuff, which was what has had been done with Epstein, which strongly, I, I, I think it was beyond any shadow of a doubt. If I was on a jury, I would have convicted. He's still alive. They just smuggled him out. He is alive. He is I, under uh, he's under the Constitution back under the Mossad as uh, uh, his uh, protectors. So. He is too valuable to let him be killed. Of course, Hillary Clinton and, and those companies want him because that man cannot talk. And Prince Philip, uh, Prince uh, Andrew, for that matter. But, yeah, he is too valuable for, for the Mossad. So they are not, not going to let him away. And, now, yeah, of course, we had Ghislaine uh, Maxwell, but has been now... Uh, is, is the sentence now uh, being told how much he's going to get? Of yeah, I don't, I, don't, I don't. Yeah, I don't know if the if the sentence has been completed, but I do know that she. I, 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 so the word is that she has surrendered, you know, her little black book or something like that. And I don't oh, know. Right. I, there's a bunch of you know. If history repeats itself. <clears throat> if history repeats itself, what would what would happen in that particular case? It's happened before. Is the Names that are in the book are so protected by the global Santana control grid that they, uh, some judge, some corrupt judge will come out and, you know, um, make a proclamation or whatever or a ruling that says that the names will not be released. It happens every single time. Every time they arrest a madam in yeah, Washington, yeah. D.C., and she has a book full of senators' names, that some j corrupt judge comes out and says, you know, d does something to seal the book or whatever. So that I would expect that you know, or, or they'll pull like an FDA thing and say, yeah, well, if you want all of the documents for COVID, you'll have to wait, you know, for like a thousand years. <laughs> like, what? I know. It's so laughable. That's you can barely... Oh, gosh. Hmm. Yeah, that already shows that we cannot trust the companies that made those vaccines, because if they were honest, they would have given all the data to all the scientists, to all the doctors, et cetera, and the media, instead of putting it behind bars for the next 65-plus years. So that shows that, especially Pfizer, 
I was brought in 1990 by my handler to report uh, Dietrich uh, base. And I was brought down below where I got the bioweapons uh, laboratory. And on the lecture, I saw in a certain project that was uh, starting up, I saw the name of two companies that were involved in this. That was Pfizer and Moderna. Oh, you can believe who it. Are ma- who are now making the, the... Who are the two companies that have bringing out this MRAN uh, messenger? Which? Moderna and Pfizer. But check so yes yes and check it out so that's why in the Project Veritas release of the records you had Fauci and their satanic cohorts trying to get the Defense Research Projects Agency uh, uh, or uh, DARPA Defense Defense Advanced Research Projects Agency to okay it okay because they're they already have a long history of being in bed with the Pentagon for the purpose of creating the United States of Babylon the Great has the most horrific bioweapons the most horrific chemical weapons in the world there is nothing you don't even want to imagine what some of these things can do. So that's why Fauci know, was like, had no problem going over to the Pentagon to get to, to say, hey, uh, we want to, you know, do gain of function, you know, because they're they're already in bed with the Pentagon. But the, but that the, the honest lieutenant colonel or whatever told them, no way, this is way too dangerous, and they went and did did it anyway. Changed a couple of words in their definition on the website, made up an excuse and blah blah blah, and went and did it anyway. Which of course we all know that we know it came from originally from yeah. Dietrich. Yeah. A good a good example for a movie about this for of this bioweapons is the movie with Dustin Hoffman from nineteen ninety five. I think it was named Outbreak. With Donald oh. Sutherland. Yeah and I, uh Dustin Hoffman. Yeah, I haven't seen that in like forever. But I do remember the um the name and um It was about an Ebola outbreak in the sixties and they brought it back to the US. And those stupid military scientists started to create a weapon out of it. And due to a new out- outbreak, a monkey was brought by the Chinese or Asian over to the U.S. for it to be sold illegally in a movie. And that is how it spread then under people suddenly. So, but yeah, they are literally playing with the most deadly viruses that you can create. And yeah, now they are in bed with the Chinese as well. It's, it's, now yeah, we have to wait what the next move is with the Chinese and, and DARPA. Uh, because we had now COVID, we survived that. And uh, the Chinese has been working on uh, a hybrid for multi-bulbonic plague. And they did a test in, two, in 2018 in one of, one of the most Western provinces in their country on a community where so-called bebonic plague broke out. Sorry, I don't believe that it just broke out. It was an experiment to see how uh, how fast it will work by the Chinese government. So we could expect in the future, if there's a new outbreak of something else, that it could be a hybrid form of the bebonic plague. God well, you know, yeah, no, I know. I don't even want to think about it. And there have been... Um spots here and there across the world where they had uh 
episodes in animals with bubonic plague, but there's also an, a worse version of it. What do they call it? The it starts with a P, I think. The I don't know. I have to go back and research and it. I was looking. I don't know. It's not the black the black plague. No, there's um there's actually two versions of the. It's essentially a related disease. There's the bubonic plague. And um, and then you've got the one that starts with like a P, um, and I'm trying to remember. I'm just looking here. Plague, Black Death. Of course, the CDC has all kinds of fun stuff up there that you know, and they even they still got the zombie stuff hanging around out there. What's that all about? What is that all about? CDC. It's it's the. What was the name of that movie with um oh, I can't remember it was it was it was all about a scientist working around with things and um oh man my memory banks are all dorked up Will Robinson <laughs> All right <laughs> um anyway yeah it was it was uh the um the uh so um Trying to think of it, the French Prince guy. What you know, the the that actor, um, Will Smith. Will Smith. Well, yeah, Will Smith was the star of it, and he was supposedly some kind of a scientist that was dorking around with a vaccine, I think, or something like that. And then and, and then it just like you know like killed off and turned the you know the vast majority of the population into these like frenzy flesh eating monsters and stuff. And I don't know. Sometimes I wonder if something like that isn't going to happen. Scientists will never learn because they seem to believe that they are God or gods with a little G. But uh, no, yeah, and then of course in the US, a lot is happening, of course, because they, the Dems still try to uh, smash this. Um, but is it a better bill or worse bill ever? Thank God that we have uh, Kirsten Cinema from Arizona and mentioned so far who has been able to stop it up till now. And apparently now the Democrats made them their enemy number one. Because yep. they stopped it's so the far. Monic plague. Plague. The one I one I was trying to think of was the is the pneumonic plague, like like pneumonia, pneumonic plague, and supposedly right. that's even like really bad. I don't know. Okay. But, but and of course, you know about Bill Gates. You know, he, Bill Gates comes out. It was like I think it was like a Wednesday. He makes an international announcement that we need to be prepared for another outbreak. You know, sort of like smallpox. And then they find the what three bottles of smallpox from a Merck facility inside of a refrigerator, which by the way, it's never allowed outside of a bio four level containment area. If you've ever watched a movie, folks, where People are dressed up in full uh, medical protection gear, you know, you know the kind of stuff that they don't even want, like the tiniest little tear in the in the gear because a tear. I know. Cause, so, you know what I mean? And then they have to go through yes. like four yeah. levels, four individual levels, and they have to go. And each level requires a bio decontamination section. Section. So they got to walk from level one into a, a decontain, decon station, get sprayed down. Then they go from there through the level two section to the three. They get re-sprayed, and then they go, and then they get, if they have the, the, the credentials, they can get into the four. Somebody got into the level four, 
and snuck out three vials of the uh, of the smallpox. And that stuff is some scary stuff. If you do any homework on small, it's very deadly and it's excruciatingly painful. Believe you me, folks. If if they had if Gates had pulled off that one, if he hadn't have gotten busted, that was an act of God in my opinion, because that stopped them. That stopped them dead in their tracks because Gates loves nothing more than to be seen as some kind of prophet by the by the gullible people out there that actually, th- you know, it's like I know it, I think there was a there was and... a, road, a street sign that said, um, as I recall, uh, having Bill Gates make health decisions is like letting Epstein babysit your kids. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty accurate. It is, because he is the one in a college dropout in the first place. The, the blueprint for Microsoft, he stole that from someone else. Yep. But his father had funded for a million dollars. So he, the only thing that he knows a little bit of science, or at least of, of so-called medicine, is, is that he's funding it through his foundation. But the only credential he has is, is that he's funding scientists <laughs> as I certainly would not take any medical advice from him no way not in a billion years even if I get a million in my hand for it not no and certainly not from Gates as a Satanist and a pedophile and and certainly also not a Fauci he should be oh, in jail that, for uh, life uh, that yeah that he's he's not I've seen the video evidence. He's not even human. He's he's long gone. But um, hey, so there's a report. I wanted to ask you about this before a couple oh, of the other you, things. Uh, can you wait a sec? I have to run through the toilet. I'll be back in a second. Oh. Oh, okay, no problem. All right, praise God. Um, um, uh, but anyway, um, yep, yep, yep. We can definitely wait on that. Um, thank you, Jesus. Um, but anyway the uh the report that we'll ask robert about when he gets back from his bio break um is uh the one that uh we covered a little bit earlier about 17 percent of respondents to a poll are stating that they believe that there will be an alien invasion this year which i thought was very 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 unusual um, as a matter of fact, I'll read this before uh, Robert gets back, and then we'll kind of hit him, you know, hit him with the question. <clears throat> Fourteen. So the headline is: Fourteen percent of people think aliens will invade Earth this year, and it's written by some somebody named LeBlanc. Came out on January the nineteenth. It says: Will aliens invade our planet this year? A surprising fourteen percent of people say yes. A new survey conducted by um, Ipsos, I don't know them, uh, asked more than, oh, this is bigger bigger than I knew it was. I thought it was 2,020 people. I was wrong. It is 22,000 people in 33 different countries. That's a poll. That is a big, 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 big poll. All right. And uh, what their predictions are for Okay, so I'll read this to you. So the, so the article is, and I'm just interested what, what your gut feeling might be, but I'm going to 
again, just for sake of synchronization, 14% of people believe that aliens will invade the Earth this year. And there was a poll that was taken, get this, over 22,000 adults were polled in 33 different countries. And they were asked a lot of different things. Um, but they, 17% of them said they believe that 2022 is going to be the year that there will be an alien invasion on the earth. And I'm just kind of curious what your thoughts are about that, because I, I got to tell you, I, don't, I, I know we, we don't want to predict anything, because if you do, you're just going to end up being wrong anyway. <clears throat> but. With all the stuff going on with Russia, with all the poking of the bear, we need we know that the Democrats or these the global satanic control grid need they don't want to lose their momentum. They do not want to lose their lockdown control grid progress. They don't, and they also know that they're pretty much doomed to lose power in the government in this country. And that's going to change massive things. So there are those out there. Um, as a matter of fact, General Flynn is one of them who believe that there, the this country and others are a sitting duck for a black swan event. And essentially, a black swan event is a type of a false flag. It's like you make something really bad happen that just you know everybody's just so pulled in by the bad thing that's happening. That everything's put on hold, almost like, you know, <laughs> you know what I mean? Anyway, I just found that yeah. really weird that 22,000 people, 33 different countries, and 14% are saying there's going to be an alien invasion this year. And we have, like, I could I could even play them, um, prophecies and, and, stu- and dreams and visions and things like that. Now, again, you got to take them to some degree with a little bit of a grain of salt, but that strong, like there was that one little 10-year-old boy. I don't know if you saw it, but um, I think he passed away, and we even tried to get him to come on the show, but his mom was like, I don't know. It, it was a little, it, but when it first came out, but it's still out on the internet. It's still out on YouTube where this, I think it was either a 10-year-old or a 13-year-old, but it was a young, relatively young boy who wasn't well. He was sick or whatever, but he was taken to heaven, and he saw a massive alien invasion taking place right, you know, as World War III was was happening, which, by the way, I can point that all out in the Bible. It's right there in the Bible. Um, but you got to know what you're looking for. Anyway, um, I'm just curious, knowing what you've heard, seen, where you've been, all that, what are your thoughts about the potential of this actually happening? Because, boy, things are sure – creepy on a global level right now uh, and uh i you know it just it seems to me that it's vi- it's um potentially possible i don't know what are your thoughts um i got a few of them for one if aliens really want to invade and if they can come here then they have also the technology to traverse back in time so if i was an alien i want to invade in this heap of uh, baloney on this planet and with all the idiots running around with their atomic matches, then I would traverse back in time, let's say, 300 years, what is a more, what is a more uh, 
better time for you to invade because in weaponry, the people running around still have not much, if you know what I mean in comparison to now. That's one. But I I think, and I know that for for at least decades, since at least since the Second World War, they have been working on and planning for an alien false flag operation. And they got a whole fleet of TR-3Bs and other types that are bigger uh, in the ready if they're going to uh, pull this false flag operation, but was always planned. Uh, so if there is an invasion or an alleged invasion, then it will come from the Illuminati forces itself. It okay. has been in the planning for a long, long time. Also, uh, there was this, what was the scientist, the Nazi scientist that made the rockets? Bernie von Braun, when he was on his deathbed, he said to his assistant, uh, something Rosen, she was a teacher, and she, was, and she also told, after the Second World War, there are three things that's going to be plagued us. It's going to be the, big, the struggle against communism that we will conquer, she said. She said then it's going to be terrorism, international terrorism, what we have seen. And she said the third, uh, the third uh, enemy or created enemy is an alien false flag operation. And I completely agree with that. Okay. Now, it's fascinating that the Secretary of Werner von Braun is now out there telling everybody about the other alien species that are out there for real. On, you know, And she's very detailed in her dialogue, and she travels around and all that kind of stuff. So she, does, she, doesn't, dis, she, she doesn't discredit Werner, uh, but she uh, expands upon it and talks about you know, the other races of yes. lives, you know, extra, extraterrestrial lives. And um, – when I've listened to her, I, I find her highly credible. Um, as a matter of fact, my what research on – Now, that's a great – I've got to look it up. I wonder if it's even available. Um, hold on a second here. So i got to get uh, secre- Secretary uh, Assistant Werner Von Braun. Okay, let's yes. see if it comes up. All right. Oh, it's Werner, W-E – R N H E R Bonnie Holmes. Um, Bonnie could Holmes? be. Yes. I don't know. Hold on a second. Someday. Um, but it doesn't. It's not ringing a bell with me. Uh, she got. She got completely white hair. Von Braun's got, executive assistant. Hold on a second. Let's see what this says. Marshall Star. No. May not be her. Think of her name. I listened to her, uh, an, an entire video of her dialogue about it, and boy, it was pretty convincing, and it lined up with a lot of the studies that I had done for years on this subject, but I don't know. What's the biggest spaceship you've been on? Um, that was one of the in, – in the space fleet. That was in the Solar Warden, and one of them that I was on, uh, what was it called, uh, was – one of the leaders of Majestic 12, the earlier Majestic, uh, Hillicooter. The USS oh, wow. Hillicooter. Okay. And that was quite big. And 
So and that was part of the solar warden, but was part of the U.S. Navy, although we have to say that the U.S. Navy is split in various factions. Some factions works with the renegade Nazis and the Dracos, and others working against them, and they working with the, the Nordics against them. So it is very fractioned, the U.S. Navy, in that way, sadly enough. But um, and if any faction that is working with the Nordics, those are also the ones that would support Trump if it would have come to it in case of a civil war, if or when he would be president. So, but the false flag, they have been always been working on it, and they got a whole fleet, what is uh, for the ready. Uh, when they when they need it, so. But I don't think that we're gonna see a real alien invasion, uh, not any soon anyway. But uh, of course I could be wrong, so. I only give what I know so far and what I sense. So uh, and again, I'm not perfect. I'm not God. Thank God, I'm just a plain old human. <laughs> no matter how maybe how boring, but uh, so I could be wrong in that. But I don't think that a real alien invasion will happen, at least not any soon anyway. And certainly not as we saw in the movies as Independence Day and Independence Day Day Part 2, in which suddenly it was 20 years later, and what did we have? A New World Order, if you have seen the second one. The follow-up on... Uh, say, say again? You said, if I had seen the second one, which second one of what? I'm sorry. Independence Day. Oh, I didn't... No, I haven't. I have not. I did not know okay, there was... Now it, oh, yeah. Maybe, maybe is, I didn't know, but I haven't seen it. I don't know. I don't. I can't remember. All right. It's in, in, this, in the movie, it's 20 years later. The world is united. They got free energy devices. And all the type of thing, blah blah, and uh, the same aliens coming back, now but now bigger and better, not better, yeah, better in the worst case and all that. But now the son of Will Smith, that is the character of Will Smith, is now a, pi- a pi- pilot jock, and he has now to fight the bad aliens and all stuff. Oh yeah, Goldblum is still in it. And a few others, but uh, it's a worst, uh, it's a bad B movie, certainly in comparison to the first one, if I'm honest. But uh, do you really think if an alien would come here, that's he going to beat it by downloading a virus in it? That is so stupid. Especially if you don't know if they use computers in the similar way as we using it. It was so ridiculous, that movie in 1996, if I'm honest, when you think mm-hmm. about it. Well, you but know, nonetheless. I, I, I just don't, you know, I don't, I, I am a very um, open-minded individual. I, I don't take a position to the left, to the right, to the middle. I look at the Bible. I listen to 
prophecy. Now, I, I've cut way back on prophetic words after 2016 because of the releasing of seducing spirits, and I talk about that all the time. It would take me a whole show probably to read the uh, prophecy from <clears throat> Stanley Frodsham on that topic, but I think we all need to be aware of it. Um, but the thing is, I can point to the places where there are alien invasions in the Bible. Okay, I can point right to the text. Yeah, right. It's right there. It's, it's it's undeniable. As a matter of fact, during the day of the Lord, what when the three days of darkness are in effect, when they are actually happening, our heavenly Father sends alien beings. Um, he refers to them as his mighty ones, like the voice of many people from the ends of the Shamayim, which is the Hebrew word heavens. And if you look it up in your enhanced strong, you see that it it it's. It, Clear as a bell. Right there are the words. It says, where the planets revolve, outer space, Shamayim, yes. come from the – so when God talks about you know, the, 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 the cities of the north, uh, you know, the, the multitude of being, you know, the multitude, like a multitude of many people, uh, the armies from the north or whatever, our Heavenly Father is Referring, he's not talking about north like, you know, the Arctic Circle, okay? He's not talking about Greenland for crying out loud. He's talking about his creation, the kingdom of God. Yeah. So that's all covered heavily. The day of the Lord is going to include a massive alien invasion, and it will include the three days of darkness. Uh, and, um, uh, it's 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 in Joel two, it's in Isaiah thirteen, it's in uh, Revelation six verse twelve and thirteen. Uh, you know where it says, uh, "And the stars will fall from the sky like a fig tree shaken by the mighty wind." That is an alien invasion. The word "star" is actually a metaphor for an angelic being, so it's referring to fallen angels at that point. Um, but yeah, no, it's and then don't even get me going on some of the books of the Apocrypha. Second Esdras, Second Esdras uh, chapter fifteen verse twenty eight talks about about two different races of alien beings that it actually calls one of them. It says it calls them the dragons of Arabia flying on the, on the wind and all them who see them will fear and tremble. And then it goes on to explain how the Carmangians will enter into the war and that they will fight with each other in the air. Okay. So I'm, I'm like, uh, I'm sold, signed, sealed, delivered, sold. It's in the Bible. As far as I'm concerned, that's just how it is. I right, praise God, and that's none of our business. And you know, I'm, you know, we can hypothesize until we're blue in the face, but that day will come. Um, I just hope I'm not here for it. I just, you know, I don't want to be here for it. I never said it will never come. I always said no, no, I wasn't. No, but I mean, if it has come to this year, uh, what it says, the false, the false flex operation is still, is still so far I know, open on the table. Right. And, uh, but other than that, of course, yeah, uh, there are enough interventions from behind, from uh, uh, from above and, and from beyond uh, with the Dracos and others that are operating freely from behind the scene. And uh, now, yeah, a, lot, a number of them are shapeshifters that running our government from behind. The Rothschilds one, the Windsors, the House of Orange, and... Now, yeah, you can name it. So unfortunate. And uh, now, yeah, Fauci as an, uh, an archon uh, to name an, an, another one. So, yes. Uh, but if it comes to this year, yeah, I, um, the false like 
so far I can see is still on the table. But but nonetheless, yeah, aliens are certainly in the mix. And as you said, with what is written in the Bible and in the other books, it is certainly there. So I don't uh, disagree with that. But what I meant with the movie is that we defeat them by downloading a virus into a computer. Yeah, sorry. Uh, I don't think that we're going to defeat them like that, if I'm honest. Who is to say that their computers, if they use computers in the first place, that those computers are even compatible with what we have? As you saw oh, you don't, you don't think they're running that. Windows 11? You don't th- you don't hmm? you don't think they're running Windows 11? <laughs> <laughs> you are kidding, right? Of course, yeah, oh I know. Windows 11, they're trying to pe- they're pestering the heck out of all of us that have Windows 10. They're like, you must install Windows 11. It's the greatest thing. You're you're just gonna love it. And and they even give you this. They even kept. They're, they're like, um... <laughs> and then you go on YouTube and you got like. You know, 38 videos of guys, you know, techie guys going, why I hate myself for upgrading the Windows 11. <laughs> I'm like, uh, oh, my always. God. Yeah, it's it's really no, the only reason that they want us to have it so that they can spy even more on us than they already did with Windows 10. Yeah, so, with the Android, sorry, not, they, they force you. You know, the Android I'm updates, not, they, they force you. They force you to update it. Yes. So, and you, so yeah, from that point, it. it's the same. You can bypass it. Your phone will break eventually. Hmm? You, there again? are ways to bypass the automatic update feature of the Android operating system. However, your phone will eventually break, and things will stop working, and you will regret it. I know people who have tried to do that. And what they're doing <laughs> is they're installing mind control stuff on there. Now, I don't mean some freaky deaky weird, you know, waveform generator that causes you to, you know, like climb 5G towers and eat antennas or anything. I'm talking about things like alert, you know, amber alert, you know, or red alert, red alert, you know, alien invasion in progress, you know, Joe Biden has been taken by the aliens, the planet Pop-Tart, you know, that's what they're putting on your phones now. Yes. Now, they can have uh, Biden, to be honest. I don't think they can get him right now. Yes. uh, Together with, uh, what is her name? Jen Psaki or whatever. What is she? Uh, Does she? She doesn't look human to me. What do you, What do you think she is? What is she? Another she another archon. You think? I don't. Yeah. She just doesn't look right to me. I don't know. Maybe I'm like overly suspicious because they're here. You know what I'm saying? It's like once you know, once <laughs> head- your eyes are like open to it, it's like yeah. You know. Yeah. <laughs> but I guess nobody more better gone, than you knows that, right? You know, they have never been gone in the first place. So, at least some yeah, of them. Point. That's true. They, so, that so yeah, that they never left, <laughs> right? But uh, yeah, that uh, no, no, this government—it's really. I certainly hope in November that they can have a really a hard beating. Because if this going to continue, then America going to be down the drain. 
so far we have well, that is the two plan. Democrats. At least so far we got two Democrats for the conscious. Kirsten Cinema from Arizona and Manchin from Virginia, I think. That's true, and they and they also have I think it's twenty six, twenty seven, twenty eight Democrats that have uh, made official announcements they are going to retire. And the last time that happened, the Republicans took charge of everything. But but when I think Could. about the well, well, do you really believe after everything that's happened, the global satanic no, not- is willing to give up all their progress? They probably gonna pull off another lockdown or a few lockdowns, and they will come. But planting probably another variant of this COVID. The UK, by the way, gonna shut off this whole COVID BS. Uh, Wales, they gonna loosen all the restrictions by the end of the yeah. month. That's right. Scotland Boris, Boris Johnson said he's getting rid of all of it. You're getting the United Kingdom is getting rid of all their COVID passes and all their mask mandates and everything. Which, by the yeah. way, that that's that's a little bit alarming to me. I'm very very shocked about that because um, you know we all know that the UK is what would you call it? Almost like the epicenter of all things. Draco reptilian. <laughs> yeah. So you know, it kind of makes me scratch my head and go, hmm. You know, I, I, I just I can't take it at face value. It almost seems like Time it's setting people up for something bigger. And I don't know. Maybe not. I don't know. It's hard to. You know, it's all theory. We're just watching what happens. Because what's what? what I, I know say, because. Hmm. Well, everything's inconsistent. Well, you, you look over here, and 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 and, and they have report after report after report that all the graphs and all the charts are saying that that COVID is gone, that it's going to be there will be no COVID by spring. Um, you know, just endless reports. And then you had the CDC saying, no, now we're going to rec- recommend that everywhere one wears K N95 mask or the N95 mask, and it's, it's everything is so not. There's no synergy. There's no synchronicity. There's everyone's doing their own thing. Austria is still on heavy lockdown. Australia is still on heavy lockdown. It's like there's you can't yes. derive anything because there's no synergy. There's no congruency. It's it, it's there's no way to analyze it. It's disconnected, disjointed, no synergy, no harmony. No one's, everyone seems to be operating in their own. And the only one that's been consistently pushing back is this country because of the individual state government system. Cause we got, you know, that, that to, you know, it's like, it's like a, it makes it very difficult for the new world order to take over the United States. Every time they try, there's even white papers on the uh, council on foreign relations where they came right out publicly and published the papers. And they said, we have, I'm, I'm summarizing, but basically the white paper said, we have this, this evil global takeover control grid plan, uh, but we're really having a hard time with the United States (laughs) because the individual states control their own selves. You know, it's just the way the government's set up. And so it, it creates very, yes. very, very difficult problems for um, Good. the evil empire. So you're right. 
Yeah, it's yeah, it's uh I'm surprised with the UK because the UK if if we can let go of all those uh, measures, the UK in Europe will be the only country that's starting to go back to normal. Of all countries. I'm befuddled. Don't ask me to have an it's, opinion because I don't have one. I don't get it. I don't understand it. Not to mention that Oh, Scotland's also doing it. They're releasing all of their stuff. They're, they're, there are oh no, so very difficult to decipher. There's no way. There's no consistency. There's no way to figure it out. No. It, there isn't. It's too inconsistent. It simply is too inconsistent. And that, I don't know. I don't know. We're just going to have no, to sit I, back and wait. I don't know. I think I think for uh, Fauci, uh, Gates, and of course Pfizer, the worst thing that could happen for them was Omicron, because it has wiped out all the other variants that were really killing people, and this is a very mild version, and also this spreads so fast around that it creates in each country an in herd immunity. But of course, Fauci and the cronies don't want because then they can make money out of their vaccinations. And then, of course, well, did, you had this you know The CEO of Pfizer uh, even came out and said that he believes uh, that it's going to be pretty much over uh, this summer or something along that line, which I found to be – I'm like, wait a minute. You are, you are part of basically the most evil eugenics – murderous operation the world has ever seen and now you're out there telling people that you think it's going to be over in the summer i'm like i'm not they need to have another nuremberg trial they need to gather all up all of these and they just need to do exactly what they did during the nuremberg trials uh yeah you know don't you agree because these are you cannot verbalize this you can't verbalize it. There's no way to put into words the the horrificness. I'm going to make up a word. The horrificness of what they pulled off, and um, and then of course we know that our heavenly Father is in control, and we also know that the evangelical churches in the, in the United States, which are, I believe, incorrectly accredited as being the largest body of whatever praying Christians this Saturday evening. The problem I, I don't I just don't subscribe to that whole. It's churchianity, and you know. Look, they were having prayer get-togethers, you know, 30,000, 10,000, 15,000 people in a stadium, all praying to God, you know, to to stop all this bad stuff from happening. And look, did God respond? That's very telling, you know. Yeah. That's very telling. Our Heavenly Father did not stop it. So, No. But you know, but then of course we also know, like Isaiah twenty nine, um, oh, no, 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 twenty six. Uh, Got to do this from memory. Twenty is it twenty six three? It, it says something like um, uh, the the the. It says when your when your when your judgments are in the world, the inhabitants are when the judgments are in the earth, the inhabitants of the world will learn righteousness. So our Father God uses judgments on the earth that are horrific because it will bring people to their knees in prayer. 
because they become afraid for their lives. They become afraid for the lives of their children. And God will use whatever tactics are necessary to bring the people that he wants to bring home. And, you know, it's that concept of there's no such thing as an atheist in a foxhole. I don't know if you've ever heard that phrase before, but there's no such thing as an atheist in a foxhole. In other words, when bombs are blowing up all around you and you're about to die and you're pretty sure you're going to die, then, you know, you know, even in the movie Goodbye, I think it was, or not the movie, the song by Billy Joel, I think it's called Goodbye Saigon or something like that. Um, he, there's lyrics, and, it, and, it, it, he's, and he says, And we, we cried out to Jesus Christ with all of our might. He was talking about the, the people that were actually in the war um, in Vietnam. And, um, and it's true. It's true. And that is – and I, think, I can't seem to convince my one sister, Marilyn, about that. She seems to think there's going to be this big old revival that's going to happen you know, before all the ugly hits. But, man, that's just not what the Bible says. The Bible doesn't say that. And I, I've learned my – I've almost completely learned my lesson not to – try not to avoid talking about the Bible with my sister because she's – sees herself as a biblical authoritarian. <laughs> so if, if, oh I my God. Her, if I show her a scripture, boy, she gets, man, you know, it's a good, it's dangerous. Let's just so no, uh, so no topic uh, on uh, Thanksgiving Day then about the Bible. Yeah, it's, it's best for me to just bite my tongue and let her believe what she wants to believe because, you know, there are spatulas in her body and hurt. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I must say, with how things are going here in the UK, things are going quite quick. But, again, I don't believe we are are out of the water because we still could have a new variant that could pop up. So, to say everything is now over and done with, for me, it is wait and see. I'm not going to jump. When you know that you've been attacked by a bioweapon and you know that our Heavenly Father... All, you know, he he could have stopped it. There's no doubt. We all know that God is in control. Um, <clears throat> when you just look, I I look at it just lo- like logically. Okay, I just take, I just look at the situation. I know know my Bible well enough to understand kingdom dynamics, and I analyze it. Why would there be, you know, three four million evangelical Christians all praying? And it still happens. You know, why? Then, then you go back to your scripture and it tells you why. It's clear as a bell. There's no doubt about it. Precious in the sight of the Lord is, is the death of his saints. Psalm 116, verse 15. It's, it's all over the Bible. It, you know, at midnight I will rise to you get to, to give praise to you uh, because of your righteous judgments. Why would we praise God because of horrible judgments that are ending up killing everything? Not everybody, but a bunch of people, because there, it's it, again, it, it's because there's no such thing as an atheist in a foxhole. God brings people to heaven as a result of allowing Satan to 
do his attacks. Even Paul turned people over to Satan for the destruction of the flesh that they would be saved. At you know, so basically, when Paul did that, it was an act of love because he wasn't able to get through to these hammerheads. They weren't listening to him, and they were causing all kinds of strife in the church. And so he just said, "Okay, I've done everything I can do." And then he prayed and he said, "In the name of Jesus, I turn so and so and so and so over to Satan for the destruction of." the flesh. And the reason why he did that is because when somebody is on their deathbed, they're much more likely to confess of their sins and beg God for forgiveness than they are when they're walking around eating a peanut butter and jelly sandwich with a mask on. You know what I mean? Yeah. You got a point there. And uh, yeah, so we have to see with how things will go in the U.S. And here in the UK and Europe, and yeah, I'm not gonna, but I said, lay down and oh, things are now over and back, and uh, just live from day to day and see how things will go. But things has been certainly gone fast here in the UK from one from one day on the next, and of course you have probably heard with now that I try to oust uh, Boris. Because uh, the, of the parties uh, last year during the lockdowns. Yeah. But, uh, well. Then, of course, yeah, Israel's, no, no. Israel's on their fourth booster now, and people are still sick. <laughs> like, that's think, man. Think. Think. It's 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 Yeah, the European. Health uh, agency and both uh, the the World Health or- Organization has already said, I think it was a week and a half ago, that they both have said that we should stop with all the boosters because all the boostering that we are doing is destroying the immune system, not only for now but for later. Oh, oh yeah, oh yeah, all the but all so- governments. There is so much information out there right now. There is so much impeaching information. It is so overwhelming. Literally thousands of doctors and immunologists worldwide are coming forward, different countries, different studies, and and they're, they're like calling, they're telling it like it is. So there are those who strongly believe that Fauci is going to get fed to one of the reptilians. That they're going to kill. They're going to. They're going to. They're probably going to Epstein him. Is what a lot of people seem to think that. I don't know. You know. I don't know. I mean, if you're going to be fed, I'm not going to shed one tear over it. Oh no, That's no, that's Scott. No, if, you know. If no, th- no. Yeah. For the no, death he has on his uh, mind, on his conscious. It's amazing, isn't it? It's amazing that there are actually – see, a lot of people don't understand these things. Now, I don't know what you know about it, but <clears throat> paganism, which is essentially a form of Satanism, it which is. by the way, it is, and it is also um, – it, it comes from the roots of Druidism, Druids. And uh, the Druids were some seriously creepy, evil That is what the Queen here in the UK. She's the head of the Druids in the UK. 
Oh, and is? part of the satanic rich and part of the satanic rituals is based on the dru- druidism, on the druids. Yeah, druidism the is. So yeah, they, druidism created hall- trick or treat. Um, they they would go up to people's houses. It was very very evil, and they would trick the people into letting them into their house, and then of course they'd kill them and do all kinds of horrible things. Um, but the druids, oh man. Don't even get me going on the Bacchiai in the Bible. They would they would um, get themselves all sauced up and on I don't know demon power and literally run through the fields, eating and killing and eating everything in their path. If it was a bird, kill it, rip its head off, stick it in their mouth, eat it. If it was a human, kill it, rip it up and debout and, and eat it. I mean, we're talking about some seriously dark, evil stuff. The the, the druids, um, uh, they would sacrifice babies to get power to go in and out of portals and things like that. And they love yes. the trees. Yes. They, they, I know. They, they, they adore trees. They're tree huggers. And they want the people on the earth dead. Okay, because they believe with all of their heart, with all of their heart, that the earth is is alive. It's 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 part of their religion. It's part of how they move in and out of their portals. It's part of all of their sacrificial ceremonies and all that stuff. They they all they do lots and lots of rituals in in the forests, and um, uh, they hate the people. They think that people are destroying the earth, and they want them dead. They, they I I would have no doubt in my mind that it was probably a druid uh, that uh, that that etched the. Georgia Guidestones. I would have no doubt in my. I, I would be like, yep. If somebody told me that, I'd be like, no kidding. Makes sense to me. No, they were some evil, and they're portrayed a lot of times in the movies as being, I don't know, kind of flowing and nice, and they wear pretty flowing. You know, a lot of women were druids, and uh, no, no, they're, they're they took your baby. You know, and the dingo took your baby, you know, and the dingo didn't take your baby. The druids took your baby, and you're never going to see your baby again. They're evil. They are. Unfortunately, a lot of people fall for it. And, yeah, the druids, their deity or god is is the planet as a living being, at least in their mind. And so, yeah, that uh, and they believe that we are humans destroying it, but it's not true, not in ge- in the general sense. But uh, if 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 one is destroying the planet, it is the elite and and their military that do all those two thousand atomic testings that they did since uh, what was it the Second World War till the seventies. Yeah, in total, they have gone off in the atmosphere and, and in the Earth over 2,000 bombs. That is so well from the Soviet side, the American side, the British and the French as the four atomic powers between from 1946 up till 1970. 2,000. It's insane. It is a miracle that we haven't uh, got our orbit of this planet jer- jerked away from our sun and propelled it into another solar system. Oh, because yeah, all of this could have easily, all of this, all of this could easily uh, create a pole shift. Oh, it's worse than that. Uh, uh, Carrie Cassidy on Project Camelot had. Um, <clears throat> 
she had a panel that she had called. She had like a Dr. Robert Farrell, um, I don't know, three other people, um, pretty well known. But anyway, um, and they were discussing the different things that were going on. This was back during Elenin. Remember Elenin? <laughs> they, you know, they, yeah. they made up an acronym for Elenin. They, they called it uh, Extinction Level Event Near Impact Nibiru. That's what they told everybody that Elenin actually stood for. And boy, everybody was buying off on the Elenin stuff. I mean, there were pastors and people going on, uh, you know, um, uh, you know, George Norrie's program and Ellen in this, Ellen in that. It's really a spaceship, blah, 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 and all this kind of stuff. And um, it turned out to be a whole lot of nothing is what it turned out to be. Um, people were trying to say that Ellen in was, you know, really, you know, Revelation 12 taking place. And oh, anyway. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I've been doing this stuff too long. I just I, I remember all the weird things that we've. But man, mm-mm. nothing oh, has the, been. Oh, in, by the way, the name of Bernard von Braun's assistant, if I correct, it's Carol Rosen. Yeah, it's or something it's, like that. One, yeah, but so let me go to YouTube. Let me just find this out. Let me let's solve this one. She's the one with the wavy long white hair. Carol Rosen. Yeah, yeah. something has with Rosen in it, or Rosenberg. But something with Rosen. Yeah. yeah, white hair. And is is isn't she the one that's still out there telling everybody about all the other alien beings? If she is still around, probably yes. Well, I can click on. But I don't you. know if she is still around. So here she is. Good morning. My name is Carol Rosen. In 1974, after being a sixth grade school teacher, I was introduced to the late Dr. Werner von Braun in the U.S., the father of rocketry. That, it's not coming through very loud. During that first three and a half hours. Yeah, that's the one. Me, Carol, you will stop the weaponization of space. Blah, blah, blah. But yeah, she goes on, as I recall, she starts talking. She spends quite a bit of time talking about actual alien races and stuff. But, yeah, you know, because well, uh, von Braun, when he worked yeah. under the Nazis, they were in contact with various. They were in contact with the Nordic race uh, from uh, Aldebaran, who provided uh, Maria Orsit with all the blueprints through their psychic contact. But then they found out that the Nazis were not using it to share with the world for free energy, but they were they were using it in order to. For using it for militarization, so they stopped their contact, and then the Dracos stepped in in 1942 or 1943, and the day yeah. and the Dra- Dracos gave them the blueprints for their ships, and also they gave them the underground base under Antarctica. Oh yeah! Wow! And of course. The Dracos created together with the Nazi, with the renegade Nazis, of course, the Black Fleet, whose uh, motherships, by the way, look exactly like Darth Vader's uh, triangular ship in Star Wars or in oh. The Empire Strikes Back. Oh, that's fascinating. So, yeah, George Lucas, uh, is it George Lucas? Yeah, George Lucas had the idea of those triangular ships from the Black uh, Fleet. 
Yeah, no, Lucas Lucas had insider information. So did so did um yes. uh Gene Roddenberry. They all they all had insider information and 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 um you know, so we think you know, they try to pawn they try to pawn it off as sci fi, you know, it's science fiction, but Because you, know, you cannot tell me that there is no that there is that there is a coincidence that the so called no. stormtroopers of Star Wars look exactly like the Nazis in their helmets and everything else. No, Sorry, it's, yeah, it's yeah. Yeah. well. Even even um, I'm trying to remember. Oh gosh, now I'm probably going to forget his name. But um, hold on a second. Uh, wh- who is? Hold on just a second. I should have it here on the website. Um, I, I know the show. The spoof of Star Wars Spaceballs. At least that was funny. Yeah, uh, I know, right? <laughs> right. A dark helmet. Uh, yeah, where do I have it? There's a link I have on here. Um, oh yeah, UFOs, aliens, and the Bible. Now I wonder if that's the link. Let me just go ahead and click that. Mm, no, no, nope, nope. That one's a radio show I did a long time ago. Let's see here. There, I have a link on here. Um, Somewhere I'd have to hunt it down, uh, but uh, it it has the uh, testimony of. Um, gone it. Today's just been a phenomenally upsetting day for me, and so my brain goes into a frazzle. Um, I'm trying to think of the name of the guy that was the um, the, the savant rocket scientist fellow that what even at the age of nine. Yeah, oh, it's on the tip of my tongue, and I, I had him on. I have him on the website. I have his testimony on the website. The question is whether or not. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not coming up with it. I got. I got way too much information here. I'd have to, you know, rifle through it. Well, apocalyptic signs, UFOs, aliens, fallen angels. That's probably where it is. Um, yeah, David Adair. His name is David Adair, um, and he said. Uh, he was taken uh, down uh, beneath Area 51. Um, the reason why he was taken there was because he had essentially created hypersonic technology. Now, we know today everybody says, what are you doing about hypersonic missiles? Mainly because they they evade all missile defense systems. They're too fast, and the, mis- the de- you know missile defense systems do not work against them. What that means is, the quadrillions of dollars that they have, the military has spent on anti-missile technologies, which I have some personal experience with, um, they don't work anymore. They don't work anymore. So the ability to shoot down and sink an aircraft carrier is absolutely just as trivial as trivial can be. Because the warheads on these things, they move fast, they have very powerful warheads, and they can come down from the sky without you seeing them coming even on the radar, and they'll hit the center of the aircraft carrier, split it in two, lift it up out of the water, and drop it back down in the water. They're very, very powerful. But anyway, Adair, what, uh, uh, he, he, when he was 19 years old, he created a hypersonic uh, rocket. It caught the attention of the black ops. The black ops went to his house, grabbed you know, asked him and his father to please, you know, join them, you know, and uh, they they took him to Area 51. And he was taken down um, 
he has uh, newspaper clippings and everything, and he shows you those to, to establish the validity of his testimony. And um, he was taken down, you know, walked in, they went into a hangar. Of course, the hangar appeared to be empty. Uh, they stood at a, you know, on the concrete, and then it, the concrete went down like a Willy Wonka elevator and real fast. And then um, I know what they, you mean. They came out, uh, and and de- according to David Adair's testimony, he said that the Area 51 underground scene in the movie Independence Day is an exact mock-up, an exact mock-up of what's actually under Area 51. So in the Independence, the original Independence Day movie with Will Smith. That underground scene with the crazy scientist and the freaky deaky hair and all that kind of stuff and all of the guys in the white lab coats and all that, and then they go back and there's a spaceship back there and all that. That he, Adair said that that's a, that's it. He said that is exactly what it looks like. Um, the reason why they took Adair there was because they had captured an alien spacecraft, and but all of their scientists. The top scientists in the world on these on these things, and you know about these guys like Bob Lazar and stuff, they could not figure it out. The spacecraft was essentially undamaged, and they had it right there in the hangar. Of course, they had to go through a lot of security to get there, and they took David there because they knew that he was a savant. They knew there was no way he could have created the hypersonic uh, rocket engine that won some Air Force award and stuff, they knew he was a savant. They knew he was a, it was, he was a genius of geniuses. So they brought him there to ask him to help. Because, you know, they want to reverse engineer the technology and then they want to use it for military purposes. And, um, and they, they, told Adair, they said to Adair, you know, he's looking at this, you know, huge spaceship and just odd. He's like, wow, kind of thing, just flipping out. And the uh, the top general, you know, with all the stars, you know, the head guy, asked him, he said, would you help us? We cannot figure out how this thing works. And Adair goes inside the spaceship, and he said he felt compelled for some reason, didn't understand why, to lay his hands on the center console. So the spaceship is totally de-energized. There's no power whatsoever. It's sitting there. It's dark. He walks inside of it. He lay, And then he says he felt like he, and he laid his hands on the console and the entire craft came fully energized. All the lights, everything came up. All the And, and the, the, the black ops generals were flipping out. They were like, oh, my gosh. It was, uh, it was a... Um, it was a symbiotic craft. Yeah, and, it, so and what maybe also could happen. It's one of God's crafts. Maybe craft. also had. It's one of our heavenly things. fathers. Uh, our heavenly fathers' spaceships. Yeah. The reason why you know and, is because David Adair has the spirit of God in him. 
Okay, he now of course I'm not saying he's a believer, but even unbelievers are born with the Spirit of God. I'm not talking about the baptism of the Holy Spirit here. I'm talking about the Spirit of God, the capital S living soul of God, breathed into the nostrils of Adam in Genesis two seven. That occurs to every baby that's part of the Adamic bloodline. It's not a tear. Okay, and they have the spirit of the living God inside of them. And that spaceship was energized symbiotically through him laying on of hands because it detected that he was, you know, a, a member of the king. You know, he was part of he had the spirit of the living God, our heavenly father in it. And that energized the craft. And then I instantly knew I was like, oh, that's obviously one of ours. And, and, you know, because otherwise, why would it have even bothered to react to, to David? And, lay, and then you go back to the scriptures, it says, we will lay hands on the sick and they will recover and everything. And you just put it back to the Bible and you're like, wow, what an amazing story. But I was kind of blown away by him when he said, this is area 51, when he said that it was exactly the same mock-up, it is exactly the same thing in the movie. That was a the light bulb went off in my head and I knew that pretty much the vast majority of the sci-fi movies that we watch, they're getting that information from the other side. You know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. A lot of the sci-fi is full with disclosure fragments. And, uh, well, and a good example of this is the star is the, the Stargate SG one series. Especially in particular, that, yeah. season, in particular season one till four. So that has a lot of uh, fragments of uh, disclosure, soft disclosure in it. And so, but yeah, and most that's the one where they had the alien. Isn't that the one where they had the alien race on another planet, and they had like, um, you know, like uh, uh, pyramids, and the people had like that yeah. almost like eyeliner look. Yeah, yeah, those are real. Those are real minor gods. Those are real fallen angelic beings. Yes, absolutely. I forget what they're called. Um, in my book from Maximilian La- de Lafayette, he actually uh, met people who had met and had conversations with those beings. And yeah, they're, that, that was factual. That Now, I'm not saying that the movie, every part of the movie was factual. I'm simply saying that those beings do exist. And, you know, and that's one of the reasons why they were in the... Is it called hieroglyphics? Not really, but all the paintings and stuff that they have in the uh, on the Egypt in, on the Egyptian um, temples, uh, temples and such. Yeah, yeah, they have them there, and they have them, and then they also have some of the Anunnaki, and as you know, and all that other weirdness. So yeah, there there was evidently, you know, when when you see in the New Testament, it, uh, Paul I think says that Moses knew all of the mysteries of the Egyptians makes you want, uh, you know, it makes you scratch your head and say, just how much did he know? Because when no, he, was, he was, of course, left in a, in a basket and found by a princess. So, yeah, he was raised his whole childhood yeah. in Egypt. Yeah, I mean, so it is. Yeah. So, yeah, it is understandable, especially he was uh, raised on the courts of Egypt, on right. one of those pharaohs. So the chance that he had learned the mysteries of uh, 
the secret mysteries of Egypt uh, and of the priesthood of them is for you can say for certain for ninety ninety five percent. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, I mean, I mean it's you because know, when he was it's seen just... as one of them. Right. Right. So. Yeah. So yes, uh, it, it is no wonder. And but now, yeah, of course, Egypt is not the only society, of course, that dealt with aliens in all kinds of forms and shapes. Of course, you got the ones in the, the Aztec, the Mayans, the Toltecs in Central and South America. Of course, you got the Native American Indians with their stories, with the Pleiades, etc. Then we got, of course, Africa with the reptilian Anunnaki's. And now yeah, you see the violence uh, that is still imprinted in genes in in the, in the African cultures, in particular in West Africa, as Ghana, Benin Republic, Nigeria, and, and Niger, Niger or Niger, and then one of the other states, more and then to Nubia, and if you go further to the south, you see still the imprint of the reptilian Anunnaki's. There. Oh no, they so, got a lot of shapeshifters over there. Um, yeah, uh, yeah. As a fact, the Dogon yes. um, tribe is another um, one. Yeah, yeah. Um, as uh, there's a movie called now. I don't approve of this behavior by any stretch. However, there is a movie, and the title of it is called Machine Gun Preacher. Um, and again, like Never I said, I do. I, well, I'm just. I'm letting the world know or whoever's listening. It's called Machine Gun Preacher. And in that movie, um, you know, I just watched it for entertainment purposes and stuff. But what was interesting is that the, the this guy who was like a type of a Rambo guy that was a preacher that was trying to save kids, you know, by, you know, by machine gun. Uh, he was having a conversation in the movie. It was actually written into the script. And he was having a conversation with, um, I think it was a couple of, I think it was Nigerian police slash soldiers, because their soldiers actually do the policing for the country in a lot of cases when it's a war zone. Anyway, he was having an open conversation with them about where where did they take the children? You know, they were, you know, this kind of thing. And the and the soldiers said. Right to him, they looked right at him and they said, he is over there, you know, he's at this location and beware, he is a shapeshifter. They said it right on the movie. And I <laughs> and boy, I, my eyes just about bugged out of my head because I already knew that action was going on over there. There's some seriously creepy, weird, I mean, cannibalism and all kinds of, I mean, if you want to find Satanism, Africa is where you want to go. Satanism yeah. is... Wow, very scary, creepy, super powerful. Oh my goodness, horrible stuff. I mean, it's bad. Um, Liberia, whoa. Oh my gosh. Ugh. <sighs> anyway, uh, we have gone 15 minutes over time. Um, praise God. Uh, would you go ahead and close with a prayer for us tonight, Brother Robert? It was yes. just so. <laughs> All right. Okay, I will. Time flies when you're having fun. LOL, but uh, okay, yeah, Lord Jesus Christ, I come before you as Robert, and I ask you to bless everyone that has been listening today to the show and the ones that are still going to listen tomorrow, day after, whatever day. And I ask you to keep their eyes open, keep their mouth, open, mouth, mouth closed, but their eyes open, ears open for what is going on, and that they also listen to you, Lord Jesus Christ, when you 
whisper things in that they will know and that they also will know what to do. Because in the days, weeks ahead, I think we're probably going to see a couple of things. And I believe we as a humanity and certainly as Christians need to be prepared for what has been planned, Lord Jesus Christ. So I ask you to keep your followers safe and also keep them with their ear to the ground so that they know what to do at what time. I also ask you to protect uh, John and his assistant, uh, his assistant Nancy for their continued work for your kingdom, Lord Jesus Christ. And I also ask you to bless all the guests that are still coming on the show whenever that is, Lord Jesus Christ, and that I also will bring the kingdom work to all the listeners, Lord Jesus Christ. And... I ask you, Naya, also protect all the other Christians out there and non-Christians, whoever is on your heart. And, uh, yeah, Lord Jesus Christ, that is it for now. And I give the mic back to uh, John. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Thank you again so much, Robert, for joining us. Um, I I love our programs. We get to talk about a whole bunch of different subjects that are very relevant and uh, the potential for things getting really super weird, maybe sooner than we think. So anyway, thank you so much for joining us. God bless you all. Thank you for your prayers. Um, Pretty sure I probably wouldn't even be alive with it without your prayers, let alone be employed. Um, Just praise God for I'm praying for you. Please pray for me. Pray for pray for pipes. Pray, 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 pray. We all need prayer. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Uh, tonight is Wednesday, January 19th, and uh, it, it's going to take a meteor to stop me from having the prayer vigil this week. Praise God. So, hallelujah. Um, you know what I mean? So, anyway, thank you all for joining us tonight. We'll see you at 7 p.m., Lord willing, uh, for the Friday night prayer vigil. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. And hang in there. Amen. God bless you all. Amen. Thank you, Robert. All right. God bless you, too. And uh, take care. Until next time. Lord, we come to you with repentant hearts. We seek you with all our minds. Sinners set the mercy of grace. Redeemed we are by your embrace. Praise his holy name. Praise the King of Kings. When will your coming be? When will your trumpet sound for me? For you we will endure until you come back for your bride to set her free. Write our names in your book of life. We are cleansed through your holy sacrifice. As we lift your name on high. Renew our mind. Renew our soul. Remove the scars from our past. And deem us righteous. We rebuke all deceptive lies. When will your coming be? When will your trumpet sound for me? Till then we will endure. 
I shall lift my obedient children to the clouds, for they shall see my glory.